Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Good morning. It's Tuesday and time for the Klein Alley Show. Hi, uh, just heard that Care Rock was possibly hiring right now. So without further ado, this is Douglas Double Deuce the Third, and I'll be auditioning for the part of show intro caller. <coughs> Rise and shine, party people! It's time for the Klein period, Alley period, show period! I'll be expecting you guys to join Love the show. Been listening to K Rock in the morning since the Kevin and Bean days. Uh, the transition was iffy, but gotta say, 100%, I'm on board, you guys. Oh. Your secret. My secret. Yeah. Tequila. Yeah. <laughs> 106.7 KROQ FM in HD Pasadena, Los Angeles, Orange County. This is the world famous K Rock. Well, hell yeah. Welcome back to the grind that is Klein Alley Show on a Tuesday morning here. The world famous K Rock. How the hell goes it? I'm Klein. There's Alley. Hello, morning. Jake Zinert. What's up? DJ Omar Khan. Yellow. Postmaster Johnny taking them calls at 800 520 1067. And fresh off of another day of going around Long Beach talking to people, Alley, I can't believe that we're going to get it today. I mean, it was like unbelievable. That's a Death Tooth, a.k.a. Death Tooth. Producer Vanessa, I, you she know, already went and got more. It is unbelievable. She's the hardest working person on a worse than uh, person. What am I trying to say here? Whoa. I'm just waking up, Whoa, man. I think there was a slur in there. Try that. I wasn't. <laughs> I didn't get any heads up. We're like on the air like that. It was like I what? Know, I didn't know really we were going fast. on the air. What happened? What did you call her? She's the hardest working person on the show is what I was trying to say. There you go. Oh, yeah, she kills every single That they 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 feel that uh um uh that you know they that they feel that uh that um we may, have to, we may have to update that new uh, outro with what you just said there. <laughs> Vanessa, apologies for whatever Omar just called you. Sorry, Vanessa. But it's great because, Vanessa, we literally said on the air, oh, you know, somebody called and said, remember when you guys did Dead Truth with Dead Tooth? And then she goes, oh, yeah, if that's what the people want. And then, boom. 6:02 in the morning. We've got a bunch of new stuff. I don't want to give. I don't. Wanna, I don't want to yep. give it away. But just here's a, a taste of what we can look forward to a little bit later as she walks around. Uh, can, the, the theory that we're trying to prove is that barbers, hairstylists, they collect the best stories from people. They get all the good gossip. They get all the drama. Every day, they're probably talking four or five different people that are always being like, look, you're pretty much my therapist at this point. 
And so she just goes to collect the best stories. I mean, listen, she takes this job seriously. All right, this is part two of Death Truth with Death Tooth, a.k.a. That, dang, this is delicious. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a.k.a. So dang, this is delicious. the greatest segment I almost want to change the name of the yeah, segment. we have to. Dang, this is delicious. I'm not sure what we decided to call the segment. But I'm going to do it. And today, I decided to go to barber shops instead of hairstylists oh, wow. because I know that barbers also get those crazy stories. Let's see what we get. So we're going to find out what is, what's the good gossip from all the barbers all over Long Beach. That'll be happening later this morning. We'll continue to take another round of nominees for America's Weirdest Relative. Uh, let's get closer and closer to Thanksgiving. And you can only imagine that you think you have the weirdest relative in your family, but everyone thinks that, so we yeah. let you prove it. Uh, cannot wait. I saw some DMs coming through yesterday. Some of these stories, wild Deuces. stuff. Oh, my God. Like, you know, I... Listen, you know me. I'm convinced my uncle's weirder than any relative we're going to get every year. Well, then you year. got into another one, a cousin of yours or something. Yeah. I mean, you have a lot of different really weird family members. Very like, strange family. I true. can't really share any of mine because they just really don't compare to the weirdness of your relatives. Well, Allie, if you're the one who's sleeping with your second step-cousin. She was being weird about it. You're the winner. So she we're all calling. We're all playing for second place this year. This is K-Rock Good Morning. If you're new to the show... It may take you a few days to understand that uh, we are brutally honest and unfortunately very transparent about all the things that happen in our lives, both on air and off. Uh, yesterday, Ali shared with us the journey. She's attempting to get pregnant, took the pregnancy test on the air, was feeling real confident. I even could see, look, she doesn't ooze a lot of confidence on a regular basis. But yesterday... I ooze a lot of different things. You, you ooze tons of things. <laughs> you ooze more stuff than anyone I know, but not well, she confidence. She oozed on the air, too, she, yesterday. She did ooze <laughs> That's all over the air. It we heard crazy. It. And, so loud. you know, I, I kind of... I wasn't it, shy. In a weird way, I had thought that it for you to even be so open with us that the results were kind of a foregone conclusion that we were going to find... You assumed that I had already done a test. I assumed you were kind of bamboozling us to a certain extent because it made me... I was under the impression that you had done some sort of a test or you had some sort of an inkling at, in your personal life that you were pregnant and you were going to share with the journey with us. And But, you know, like we always say around here, we don't want to do fake stuff on the air, so, like, let's not fake it, and if it's real, let's let it play out. Yeah. I assumed in my head the whole time it was going to end up that you were going to have a positive pregnancy test, and we were all going to do that fake, oh, we're so happy for you. <laughs> well, that's what you told me. I would have really been happy for her. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah me too. It would have been mean, fake. That's right. That's what I meant the, to Omar say. was genuinely happy for right. me. Yeah. Uh, you were thinking about yourself, which is fine, yeah, I was thinking <laughs> and about how the this show. is going to affect the, you in the show. The show, most yeah. But you did <laughs> tell me before the results were read, you said, oh, yeah, I, mean, I figure you're pregnant, and I'm going to do the whole, like, whoa, wow, I can't believe that you are, and then I'll wish you happy pregnancy. Yeah. And then it, it was real. I did it on the air, and it was negative. And couple it was of negatives. A real, it was, yeah, a couple of negatives. It was a real bummer. But a lot of people were telling me that it was too early to test, and some people were telling me this is a blessing in disguise, and a lot of people were sharing their journeys with how they got pregnant and how, oh, we were trying for two years, and then randomly we got pregnant. So it's been really nice to hear from people, and it was... Um, it kind of softened the blow a little bit. Yeah, and I had the opposite effect, because I was not attempting to impregnate anyone. And two different times, uh, I got someone pregnant. Cool, rub it in. 
So I'm just Thanks. saying, Al, just <laughs> being It was the, so easy both times. Uh, <laughs> and free. Yeah, that's that's also true. Now, uh, you, you have a lot of support that has come through on the GOAT line, understandably. A lot of DMs, because we put a video up of it yesterday on our Instagram. If you haven't seen it yet, you can actually see, Ali that moment where you disappointment. And I know that look of disappointment. I get that look every day. So to yeah. see that look on you was, was sad. And, and some people, you know, commented and said they got emotional. They cried during the show. And uh, they said that... They were, was, like, late for work and then walked into work crying. Yeah, everyone was late except Ali apparently. Yeah, I know. So here's... <laughs> Here's uh, here's some of the messages that came through on the goat line, just giving you support. Sweet tips, guys. So this message is for Ali. Uh, I don't really know if you'd be able to do this or not. It'd be pretty funny to try, but maybe you should, uh, I guess, try to get a refund on that sperm. I mean, okay, well, hold on, that's not. Man, hey, you know what? <laughs> uh, can we return it? Wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah, I mean, this guy's got a theory. It didn't work out for you, so. Right. Maybe you might get your money back on that. It did work for her the first time. Let's just be let's be fair. She got Yeah, but they said, All right, we're gonna deliver the sperm and you just give us a call if you're pregnant. No one ever says give us a call if you're not pregnant. Right. But I mean, I'll, for them to hear from somebody who was not successful, I feel like might be kind of helpful for them. But let's be honest, Allie. If you look at your track record of things you've returned, I mean, you had a plant from Home Depot that you had in your life for years, and the thing finally died, and you decided, I'll bring it back. You brought this stupid plant carcass back to Home There's Depot. There's a lifetime warranty. Okay, yeah, but my point is, you, it, you have no scruples when it comes to returning stuff way past the point of return. Yeah, I'm still thinking of returning the first one. <laughs> he's, he's like one and a half. You can't do that at this point. So anyway, here's some more messages. And they, listen, these are all people that are just attempting to send love in your general direction. You bum some. Nice. Some people were bummed out, and then some. I mean, you tell me, is this nice or creepy? I don't know. Hey, I'm praying for you, Allie and, and Katie and Wesley. You're going to get a positive tomorrow. I, I'm, I'm praying for you, and things will work out. I know, right? Cheap ass. Oh. Kroger. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, hold on. I don't think it's funny that people are getting mad at Kroger. Yeah, he's not. He's not calling you a cheap ass. He's calling the pregnancy test you went with. It. I th and things will work out. <laughs> right, cheap ass Kroger test. It sucks. You're gonna get a positive. So there you yeah. go. That guy seems happy. You know what was interesting too was that we decided to do this kind of last minute, and all of yesterday was me talking to family members who had reached out to me and gone, what's going on? I didn't even know that you guys were doing this. Uh -oh. I didn't know that you were even trying. Yeah, people get really real, sorry about that. People get real hurt when they feel uh -oh. like they were left out of the loop. They weren't like, why, why wasn't yeah, I told? My stepsister's like, what happened today? What's going on? Yeah. Like, how does uh, uh, Creepy Creeper feel about how things went yesterday? You know, I haven't heard it? from him, which means he's devastated. Yeah, he's got to be oh, devastated. Man. If not, he yeah. would have called. Uh, and, <laughs> and just if, if, if nothing puts you in a good mood, as we get into a little round of Valley Knows the News in a moment, if you'd like to win $100 of Valley's money, really get, really stick it to her while she's down. Uh, here's uh, here's a, a, a one message that I think will actually make you smile. This one's for you, Ellie. So there you go. It's a, a man doing a cover of your cover of Bacar. But it went to hell and back to find me. It's a beautiful, beautiful Just moment. cover the cover, the cover, the cover, the cover until it turns into back. complete mush. We, uh, we'll be back in a moment if you'd like $100 of Allie's money. Take it now while you still can. 800-520-1067. We'll come back with that. we got a big show planned for you, including some sold-out tickets to the Almost Acoustic Christmas. We'll tell you what song you're listening for after this.
Time to pay the people this morning here at K Rock. If you need us, we're always around for you at 800 520 And here we go. She wants to win. We want her to lose. Let's find out if Allie knows the news. Every morning around this time, five questions stand between you and riches and bragging rights, most importantly. And Allie is up for the challenge. Her wife's out banging other chicks and dudes. Let's find out if Allie knows the news. Maybe she should bang a dude at this point. Yeah, that Probably would be a good idea. That would be crazy if, in the process of you trying to get pregnant, she ends up pregnant. Oh, man. For cheating, and then I just have to go with it? That's so great. <laughs> what a story. That would be salacious, as the dead tooth would Damn, say. Damn, salacious. Hey, uh, Marley, welcome to K Rock this morning. How goes it? Hi, good morning. Uh, good morning. We got uh, five questions here. Could be worth $100 for you. It's Allie's money up for grabs yep. every morning as she tries to prove she knows the news. Feel bad for me and let me win, please. Uh, okay, well, you know what? I think you need to go up against a girl. You're always going up against the boys, and those boys, they're not too smart. Yeah, there's Damn. been a lot of uh, half-awake guys that have been playing uh, Allie Knows the News recently. So I'm up for the challenge. Let's, Fine. Let's go. Allie's going to leave the studio, sequester herself in a private soundproof closet, ironically, and your round of Allie Knows the News starts the second she leaves the room, right? Now. This institution has just adopted a code of ethics for the first time ever. Oh, my goodness. Uh, UCLA. It's been determined that this was the actual cause of the fire that has shut down parts of the 10 freeway. What was the cause of the fire? It was junk underneath the overpass. Arby's has released a meal inspired by this movie. Louise. Hell of a football game last night. Uh, who won the game? Monday Night Football. Came down to the wire. Buffalo Bills. And finally, this cookie that I have currently been feuding with is now accused of shrinkflation and really skimming that filling. Oreos. All right, let's bring Allie back into the mix. We'll score it together. Obviously, there's other news stories in the world, but probably no nothing bigger than the five we just covered right now. Allie is re-entering the studio. We will score together. You're battling Allie. You're battling Marley. And here we go. Do it. This institution just adopted a code of ethics for the first time ever. Oh, that would be the Supreme Court? Okay, she said UCLA. Oh. Uh, the correct answer is the Supreme Court. I don't know how it's possible, but... Wait a minute. They oh. haven't had any ethics? There's been no code of ethics in the what Supreme the Court. They no just... wonder we're in the state we're in. Jesus. Uh, uh, it makes a lot of sense. Yes. They finally have one. Yeah, but I think they were like, we can still do whatever we want, right? All right, put it in code. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, yeah, it it says, doesn't but... really change anything. Go to question All number right. two. I was up one nothing. It was determined, Allie, that this was the cause of the fire under the 10 freeway. Arson. Okay. Now, she gave us an answer that was accurate. It did A lot of the pallets did burn under the freeway, but the cause of the fire was what we were looking for, and it was intentionally set. Arson yeah. is correct. Not even like accidental bomb fire. Like no. Total arson. arson. We got a question number three now. Allie's up 2 nothing. It's been uh, Arby's has released a meal inspired by this movie. Oh, Good Burger. Wow, Allie is a genius. Good Burger. <laughs> I was doing a lot of doom scrolling last night. Yeah, I can't believe uh, of all the stories we've shared with you, the saddest one is uh, the Arby story. 
Uh, that is correct. <laughs> Allie's up 3 nothing now. She said Thelma and Louise, which would be interesting cool. if, Arby's, if Arby's created a sandwich. Just throw a sandwich off a cliff. Just a lot of old roast beef. <laughs> we got a question number four. <laughs> Hell of a football game last night. Who won? Oh, yeah. The Broncos She won. said the Bills, and the Bills did play in the game, but boy, what a ridiculous win for the Broncos. And that... I. Those I flags hate, at the end really hate, screwed everything up. Hate to break it to you, Marley, but this is not going well. As Allie's gotten four no, right, you've gotten no. no right, and we go to this final question. Uh, this cookie that I've been feuding with has now been accused of shrinkflation by really skimping the middle. They have been skimping the middle. Oreos. That's She got that one. Oreos, correct. Well, Last Marley. time I had an Oreo, I was like, what is going on with this thing? It's unbelievable. And I thought it was just because I was used to double stuff. No. But no. it's not even a single stuff anymore. Listen, I, who brought up the feud with Oreo on the air? Yeah, a few they months are ago. letting Boycott. us down. They are on my. They were on my enemy list, and I love Oreo, but they're on my enemy list. And I'm telling you right now, it's proof. But hey, regardless, Marley, you put in a decent effort. Unfortunately, you must shamefully admit what over the airways of K Rock right now. This is Merrily, and Allie knows the news. Let's pretend I got her name right the whole time. <laughs> it was like Marley, this huh? This is K Rock. All right, it's K Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. The song you're listening for this morning will happen at some point before we get the hell out of here. It's from a little band called The Offspring. It's called The Kids Aren't All Right. And when you hear that song, be sure to call us, 800-520-1067. Get yourself some tickets. The sold-out 32nd annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas happening December 9th at the Kia Forum. People are starting to go into full-on panic mode now because tickets sold out quickly. They couldn't get any. They thought they'd be able to track down a pair. But we can give them to you at some point this morning, and all you have to do is wait for that song and call us. Or, perhaps, if you're thinking about your relatives, your family tree, you'd like to nominate a relative for the Weirdest Relative in America search as we get closer and closer to Thanksgiving. That'll be coming up later this morning as well. Have not announced the grand prize for that just yet, but in the past, we've gotten some people into big shows like the Almost Acoustic Yes, Christmas. we were just discussing the finer details of that yesterday. So we will give you more details as the week progresses, but we will accept more open nominees. Weirdest Relative in America coming up later this morning. I think by the end of it, you're going to be wanting to make up relatives. You'll be so excited. So uh, I did something really stupid. No, I you... Thank you for pretending to act Sorry. shocked. Should I do that better? Did you have no. to on the couch again? You? No, I slept. I was back in my bed last night, but oh, okay. the fight continues, but I just... The fight continues about your imaginary divorce? The hypothetical <laughs> divorce, which is a stupid way to get into a fight. She will be really mad if she knows what I did also. Ooh, let's call her. No. Not, yeah. not now, dude. Not, like, you want to call later in the show when the kids are out of the house? Maybe, but right now... No, I'm, I'm, I love when they're all screaming in the background and your wife doesn't have to... Well, she's all stressed, but also no disinterested at the same yeah. time. Well, let me tell you what I did first. And then we can call and let the love affair continue. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I was reading an article about, like, you know... Uh, the cyber truck, that new Tesla cyber truck is supposed to be released soon, and there's a lot of talk about it and buzz about it. This is that cyber truck that supposedly when Elon Musk first introduced it to the world, he was showing everyone how it was basically like you couldn't break it, and then he went, he threw a brick at it to show like you couldn't break it. Was it a brick or was it a sledgehammer? <laughs> Whatever. Because everyone was, do they were doing some kind of a test to prove right. that it was indestructible, and then it like cracked yeah, during the live demonstration. I think they took a sledgehammer to the door, but then he, they threw a brick through the window. Yeah, and they're, they're like, <laughs> yeah. they're like, nothing can break this truck, and then one brick gets thrown at it, and the the, the window like shatters, <laughs> and he's like, all right, well, we'll have to fix that. It was it was great. It was like such a great like, I'm Elon Musk, and I know more than you, and I'm the smart 
Motors, man, and look at this truck we've created, and and then it's supposed to be like for the apocalypse. Yeah. Even no. though I think some of the early testing shows it can't even get up basic hills on a dirt road. Right. And you know, people either you know they either love all things Tesla or they love to hate all things Tesla. It's very funny. So I was looking at this truck because apparently there was this rumor they're supposed to come out soon. I guess apparently they're going to start delivering them to people uh, end of November, and there was all this. You know, these videos have started popping up of like the Cybertruck sitting at the parking lot of like an In-N-Out or at, at a mall. But I think a lot of people, when when the concept came out, like my brother-in-law reserved one, and I think it was what? just as a joke. Oh, like I think when it came out, he was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna do it. Well, I'm just funny. gonna put myself on the wait list." It's funny you say that because I was trying, like an idiot, I was trying to see this this i was trying to find like actual footage of what it looks like like the inside of the car and all that other stuff because it looks so stupid on the outside it really does look like some dumb mad max truck right totally. it was created yeah. and then i came across an article that said pretty much if you get caught selling it if you buy one and then get caught selling it before a year tesla will sue you for $50,000 whoa you basically they can do that you basically says once you agree, once you try to buy one you have to sign some sort of contract that says if i attempt to sell this as a used car or try to make money on it, I will get sued by Tesla. In my process of that trying... That doesn't seem right, by the well, way. Well, yeah, but they're... they're you that's buy your something car. Outright. You do yeah, what you want car. with well, it. T- Tesla cha- you- changes all the rules. Their rules, their car. Uh, In the right. process of me going through and reading about it, I end up on the website and I'm looking at the pictures and I'm trying to click on the contract to see what it looks like so that we could talk about it, whatever. And then uh, I don't really think much about it. And then I get an alert on my phone that says, you've been charged $100 by Tesla. And I'm like, how did that happen? I didn't, uh, I didn't buy anything on the website. And then I get another alert. You've been charged another $100 from Tesla. And then I get a third alert. So now I've been charged three different $100 charges yeah, from Tesla. Yeah, is Elon Musk scamming you again? I think he already took over your Twitter. <laughs> and I, I was fake Elon Musk. <laughs> oh. And, uh, and then I realized that like a dumb idiot that I am, Apparently, I've now reserved and put a deposit down for three different cyber trucks. Oh my god! It, because I was trying to read more information about it, and the, the way my phone is set up on the new one, how even the way you read. Yeah, how can you possibly make that mistake once, let alone three different times? Okay. Eventually, it'll say, "Are you sure? Let's no, do the confirm your no, credit card details." The way that the new the the new iPhone is now, I've got it set up for to make purchases very quickly. That it's just all through the face. I confirm everything through the face. I don't even need to what? double click on the side anymore of my phone. So apparently, when I was clicking on the thing, which I thought was the uh, get more information, I was clicking on the pre-order your cyber truck. <sighs> I pre-ordered three different trucks. I have three. Tesla. So it's just scanning your face and not even telling you. Yeah, scanning my face three times. You just gotta throw your phone. Yeah. Well, now uh, I now. So of course it says you know it's fully refundable, but I can't. I have to wait. I think until the truck comes out before I can even get the money back. What? Or I'm the proud owner of three new cyber trucks. Hey, you know what? Call think about 20. all the on-air bits we can do with these cyber trucks. <laughs> <laughs> with three trucks. And le- now, why don't you order a few sledgehammers too while you're at it? It was just try try to break them every yeah. time. That's really what I think a lot of people. are bu- It's kind of crazy, but I think a lot of people are buying this truck just so that they can do like they're all YouTubers. Yeah, they're all. They just want to be like, can <laughs> Mr. This Beast thing- is going to stack fifty cyber trucks <laughs> on top of each other? Can this survive a grenade? <laughs> all right, next one. Can we drive it off a cliff? Yeah, no one will ever drive a cyber truck. So at least you're not dumber than me. Take that. <laughs> It's officially a Christmas song now. Chili Peppers headlining. K-Rock's Almost Acoustic Christmas happening December 9th. Key of Forum that is less than a month away, and we will get you in at some point this morning when you hear us play The Offspring. The kids aren't all right. That's the song you're listening for, and just be ready to call us. 
218 said, I'm becoming convinced that Klein is actually a 100-year-old disabled man. Yeah. I feel like there's certain <laughs> times when I think to myself after I do something. Like my father-in-law would tell me the same story and I'd be like, yeah, yeah. You reserved five Cybertrucks. He's like, I uh, don't know. I don't know what happened. We used my phone and it was on. And I, didn't then, uh, I didn't reserve five. I reserved three of them. <laughs> and uh, Much less embarrassing. And and then my plan was, all right, well, on the, on the flip side, I can just resell them and make a, a nice profit. But then I realized you can't do that because I'll just get sued by Tesla. <laughs> I would love to again. see you even try to resell three Cybertrucks. It wouldn't go see well. that go badly. You know what happened when I bought all those Panda Express onesies? Yeah. I thought I was going to, oh, man, everyone's buying this fast food merch. I'll <laughs> make a killing. You can't lose those in the garage. I couldn't sell one of those things. <laughs> I bought like 40 of them. Yeah. I can't even sell one. I know. You know, we're getting close and close to uh, Thanksgiving travel. And as you know, they're saying this is going to be the busiest travel season on recorded record. I mean, if you don't believe me, listen to this. Well, the TSA is getting prepared for what's expected to be the busiest holiday travel season ever. In order to handle the expected 30 million passenger screenings this Thanksgiving holiday, the administration is giving us a few helpful tips to have an easy time while we go through security. First, make sure not to bring prohibited items through the checkpoints. Sorry, cranberry sauce and wine apparently will need to go into your checked baggage. That seems like a good plan, right? Just take Why is her only examples cranberries and wine? I mean, you're going to put that in, you're going to put cranberry sauce with your luggage? Are you out of your effing mind? And that's why, because yesterday we learned that they're, they're trying to get us to remember this new phrasing when we're packing for Thanksgiving. And this phrasing. Spill it, spray it, pour it, or pump it. If you sp- spill it, pray, spray it, pour it, sp- or pump it, you get you, you have then to pack it. Then it's a liquid it. and right. you can't pack it. You can't bring it through security. We said that would be a great song and uh, of course Omar's been hard at work and uh, just Ali, take a listen to some of these world premieres we'll be dropping on you later today. Fill it, spray it, <gasps> pour it or pump it, considered a liquid and limited to 3.4 ounces. Fill it, spray it, <laughs> pour it or pump it when it comes to food. Yeah. There you go. Already, I love it. Already a bop. They got to play that at TSA. He's, he was, he was <laughs> very, in the gate area. Very busy working on these. Fill it, spray it, pour it or pump it. Still, you know, it doesn't matter because even if we played these over and over again at the airport, people would be so confused. It's still pop? happening. What? I have yeah. to pump <laughs> yeah. it. I can't wait. I mean, there's a lot of these. We don't have time to get into all of them right now. Oh, but like, I love it. They are damn good. And uh, there's let- so many songs that this can work with. Oh, here's another one, Allie. Fill it, spray it, pour it, or pump it. Pump it. <laughs> Pump it, spray it, pour it, or pump it. I want her to be in all these music videos. Pump it, pump it. We got uh, your ADD news coming up next here, K-Rock. Coming up this morning on K-Rock, the search continues. Everyone thinks they have the weirdest relative in America. We give you the chance to prove it. Open nominees happening in about an hour. You can always get to us on the text line, 800-520-1067. The phones, you'll need that number as you want to win some tickets to the sold-out K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. But first, your news. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. All hail the Onion Queen. All hail. All hail. Thank you. All right, there were a lot of different angles that news crews were taking with how to cover the 10 freeway closure yesterday. Some went full apocalypse. They just said, stay in your homes, never come out. Others did the let's interview drivers as they're stuck in the traffic and ask them how they feel. Let's also interview rideshare drivers, bus drivers. It has been wall-to-wall coverage 
at every angle. But the one bit of useful news that came yesterday was that it seems they've already determined the cause of the fire and they believe that it was ill intent, that this fire was set intentionally, not accidental bonfire or something. They're full arson. And let's remember, kids, fires can be cool and fun, but starting fires is not cool and fun. And I wonder how they'll even begin to find this person. And when they do, how likely is it going to be that it's just a dumb teenager? Mm, This, to me, smells of, I know you're saying arson intentional, but a lot of these fires, it's... You think it's a homeless encampment fire? Because that was my first thought. Yeah, or... Because I was like, okay, it's some people that were under a bridge. Look, there's a lot of unhoused... What's the proper terminology these days? I can't remember it anymore. Unhomed or something? Houseless people? <laughs> I'm just going to let you struggle yes, with that. unhomed. Uh, is there, there's like a new woke way <laughs> to talk about I think you're thinking of homely. It. Homely people. That's right. That's, <laughs> it was definitely an ugly person that I did know. the thing. That's what I'm getting at. Thank I got to cover it up unhoused, somehow. Unhoused, maybe? Unhoused. It was like someone in the unhoused community. Whatever. <laughs> They probably did it because they're uh, they're bored out of their mind. And I couldn't imagine a regular person that would just have such a problem with, like, I, listen, if I was going to take yeah, any of my anger out on so the freeway, like, it wouldn't be the 10. 10 it's never done anything to me. I would go right after the... Uh, you do the 405? What freeway would you set fire to? If I had to had pick a freeway, it would be the 134, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know, the 134. Why wouldn't it be the one here so you wouldn't have to... Oh, yeah, it's a good, good one as well. Yeah, there's a lot. I, listen, regardless. I did that 210 in Rancho by Omar's place. That that freeway sucks. Burn <laughs> that thing, man. Burn it. It's so, I, so smooth. No, yeah. it's not. There's yeah. always a problem. No, I think the... No, I, I, I don't really have a problem with any of them. It, 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 to me, it'd be the 405-101 interchange. That part, I just... I used to live right next to it. Couldn't stand yeah, it every was day. Terrible. It was hell. Well, I think that we need another, uh, maybe an anti-fire PSA. Because it seems like people are loving starting fires this year. Just crazy. They love it. They had to get it in when they could because I think we have rain starting tomorrow and they say it's going to rain for a bit and whatever. And, uh, they, you know, it's like... <laughs> I got to get my firing in. Got to get your arsons in before <laughs> the rain comes. Good luck. Klein, what was your average grade in school? C minus. Okay. And are you proud of that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. because I felt like to get a C minus... You had to really fight harder to get than- out of the D territory. Yeah, and I spent my whole life trying to get out of the D territory. <laughs> but yeah, see, Wait, I'm trying to get into it now. C minus felt like a win for me because yeah. it was not a D, which would have meant you know meetings and this and that, teachers. And D all that. student is like, oh, this kid is gonna be like you're gonna be locked up at some point. D like meant they start some, worrying about your future as a human. Yeah, D meant summer school, and D meant like additional tutoring and all that stuff. C yeah. minus was like, all right, they're kind of just they're they're just, just dumb. They're, <laughs> Nah, just barely not applying themselves. So I was an A student, but apparently, according oh, to some God. experts... Is this whole thing just a setup so you could say that? Ab- no, absolutely not. Because according to some experts, you're going to be more successful than me. There's a strong theory about why C students will succeed every time, and here it is. Because they don't like to work in the box. They don't follow rules. If something isn't going to kind of be a waste of time, then they don't do it. When everybody else is kind of running by the clock and the bell's going to ring, they're more interested in grades where the entrepreneur is looking outside the window dreaming his dreams. So true. You're always trying to find a way to get out of just doing... So the norm, I right? I tell the teacher, I've said many times, uh, you're telling me how to th- do spelling test? Let me tell you something. In the future, I'm going to have a phone that's going to correct the words for me. I don't need this dumb spelling test. Sorry, not doing it. Yeah. And I would get to bad scores on the spelling test. 
And look at me now. And you know what? I spent so much time studying for tests and acing every test, and I didn't retain any of it. I'm just as dumb as you are. Thank you. Dumber, I would argue. I think so, too. So, I mean, you won the dumb. When we did a dumb off here on the show, I believe you're the one that wore the sash. All right, Mr. Three Teslas. (laughs) Thank you, Jake. That's That's a good point. That's right. I accidentally bought three Teslas. I bought one Tesla intentionally. But I will return all three of them in due time. Um, I don't know. Uh, what grades Jeff Bezos got in high school, but of course he's the richest guy in the world. His life is going great. He's engaged again. But just because you're rich doesn't mean that people can't still make fun of you. And him and his fiance just did a spread in Vogue, and it was sort of like an engagement photo with a big interview, and everybody has been ripping these photos so hard. If you look at the main image, Klein, I don't know if you've seen this, but... Um, what are they, in a cockpit? It's a, <laughs> no. What is that? It's Jeff Bezos sitting in the front cab of a truck, and he's got a black T-shirt on, and his bicep looks way bigger than it normally is, and he's got a cowboy hat, and then his fiance is, like, draped over him with her arms around him, and she's wearing a wife beater, and she's looking at the camera like, this is my husband. And it's, um, a lot of people think it looks AI-generated, and some people think that, like, they, like he looked at the photo and was like, can you please engorge my bicep? It's, it almost looks <laughs> it's like, like he Googled things to make me look like the manliest man on the planet. Yes. And they're like, get a truck, put some grease. Is there grease on Yeah, them? I think there's intentional grease? grease. And also, it kind of seems like Jeff Bezos, his fiance, and Vogue all sat down and they were like, what do normal people do? Yeah. <laughs> and they were all just like, Muh. We don't want to come across truck. too rich, so <laughs> yeah. uh, can you uh, maybe put a little grease on us I or something? I think we'll go cowboy hat for you. Yeah, I don't really like all these really rich guys in tech that are decided all of a sudden they want to get like tough now and macho. Yeah. Like, like uh, Zuckerberg's doing that. He's like cage fighting all the time. You're yeah, nerds. but he's getting hurt. He's yeah, getting hurt yeah, all the time. Yeah, Nothing right. <laughs> uh, we kick off a brand new hour of the show next, Kerr Rock. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is the world-famous K-Rock. All right, you're in the right place at the right time. Good morning, and how the hell goes it on a Tuesday? This is Klein Alley Show on K-Rock. Nice to meet you. Thanks for coming back for more. Or if you're stuck in the back of a ride chair, thanks for letting us hang out with you, at least temporarily. I'm Klein. There's Ali. Morning. You got the DJ Omar Khan. Hello. Master of Sounds Extraordinaire, uh, Jake the Nerd right there, fact checker, uh, podcast uploader, etc., etc. Postmaster Johnny is taking them calls at 800-520-1067. If you need us, you can text the exact same number. That is the number that will get you into our weirdest relative in America search as we get closer and closer to Thanksgiving, only like a week and a few days away from gathering around the table, looking at the collection of weirdos and being like, wow, we share the same DNA. 
Um, by the way, 626 just had another uh, little tidbit of info on the 10 freeway. The people who are leasing the space that burned are being sued by the state. We're being sued by the state prior to the fire. So there's suspicion of foul play and that they intentionally set the fire. Yeah. I will so learn what you. I want to learn when Netflix makes this a three-part docuseries. Then I'll listen all about it. Then and I'll pay attention. 817 said, I was a straight-up DNC student in high school. Now I'm an engineer in aerospace. Take that. It's a beautiful thing. There you go. All you A students, you know, you were all proud at the time because you had all that refrigerator square footage. Where, oh, let's go ahead and put this on the old fridge and brag to the other kids in the house that we've got an A student. But you know it's what? It's all downhill from here. Who's laughing now? I slept on my couch the other night. Okay. <laughs> hey, uh, Jesse on K Rock this morning at 800-520-1067. What's up? Hey guys, what's up? I just want to let Allie know that the 210 freeway is a good freeway. Yeah, it is a good freeway. A lot of people defend. I don't know. The two times I drove on it, there was traffic, (laughs) and I hate it. It's funny that Allie decided to pick one one random freeway in Southern California. Everyone's defending. I'm looking at the whole text line too. They're like, the 210 is the only freeway I like. I can mush anything, (laughs) and I'm going to mush the 210. She sure can. This hour, we got lots to get to. We'll uh, unload goats in a moment. If you've left any comments, critiques, criticisms, complaints, every once in a while, compliments on the goat line, we will uh, unload goat together. Listen to your messages. That number, 844-956-GOAT. We'll do that in just a moment. Um, there are songs that Allie claims, whenever she hears them, will make her cry. One of those songs was released many years ago, but just, I think, just got recognized or just got it nominated just got, for a Grammy or it something. It just got recognized as Song of the Year. But the song is from like many years ago, like 20 yeah, years ago. Yeah, the song ago. came out in 1988, but it's wow. a song that every single time I hear it, by the end I'm crying. And I also can't not sing it, but so Maybe it's you are the most pregnant emotional. then. If you're crying, listen to random songs. No, it's the, there's, oh, everyone has one song that'll make them cry. I Let's, have a, I have a song I'll, I will be, I will be vulnerable and share with you a song that gets me a little choked up. We'll get to that coming up later this hour as well. And perhaps your tickets to the Almost Acoustic Christmas. It's all happening next. Live and interactive right now at 800-520-1067. But when we're not here, the Go Line is, does not take a day off, doesn't take uh, Thanksgiving time, no recovery, never hung over, always there for your calls. That number is 844-956-GOAT. Once a week, we go through, we unload GOAT. Make some more space for anything you've got on your mind. Or if you're a podcast listener, I know a lot of people listen to the show to accommodate their schedule or they don't live in Southern California. So here's a chance for us to connect with you as well as we go through the GOAT line. Yo, what's up, guys? Kind of drunk right now, but just wanted to tell How many messages, by the way, start that way? I think the sobriety level on the GOAT line is zero. Yeah, it feels. Like, I don't think anybody is sober, and I don't think you guys have to announce you're drunk. I think we know if you're calling this. <laughs> I would still appreciate. Okay, kind of drunk right now, but just wanted to tell you guys that you guys have the best show ever. You guys get me through the morning and sweet dips, guys. Hey, what's up, I guys? I also think that just we're in general, you know how people are hotter when they're, you're, you're drunk. Oh, right. They, they're more complimentary about the show when they're drunk. Exactly. Yeah. Or they get more rage-filled, too, because that's the other thing that happens when you drink. Sometimes you get a, like a, a, yeah. an extra level of aggression. Yeah, they'll turn on us eventually. Hey, what's up, guys? Listening to the podcast, and you guys are talking about towels. Uh, how many towels do you use after a shower? 
Everyone's got it wrong. Well, first of all, I don't think By we... the way, this guy's also drunk. He just hasn't said it. Yeah, he hasn't said it, but clearly he's drunk. We didn't talk about how many towels we use. We talked about how many days in a row you can use the same towel. And what's interesting is that Jake the Nerd uses, well, has one towel. He's only had one towel his whole life. He's used it for the last 20 years. I don't think the towel I was born in. I don't think he, I don't think he was ever. I think he's, he's never washed it. It's just his It's his towel. It's, it's, a, it's a part of him He now. brings it to the <laughs> pool for swimming. It's a shower towel. If he's got to clean up after his dog, that's the towel. He's got a towel. It's a multi-use towel. And uh, I was arguing you could use a towel three days. That's what the experts say. No problem. You said problem. three showers. Three showers you could use a towel. Well, this guy's got a whole different theory. Everyone's got it wrong. You should be using one and a half towels. Hear me out. You know, you take a shower, you use a towel, right? Dry up. Okay, cool. Next shower, you go back to that same towel, dry off, dry the majority of moisture off your body, then you get a fresh towel, and then you dry the remaining off. Man, I'm telling you, I'm telling you it's the best. Because then, hmm. the next shower, you use that second towel again as your first towel. Get the water off, and then you get a new towel. Dry off with the new towel. I'm telling you, it's worth it. Try it. This guy's talking about some sort of a weird <laughs> towel rotation where you have two towels that you alternate between. With so you a, transition from the last towel to the new one in the middle of drying yourself off. Yeah, that's how this guy does it. So anyway, everyone's got their theory. I love Kevin Klein's Adam Sandler impressions. It's like somehow you make Adam Sandler funnier than he already is. It's Is it filtered through your sense of humor that honestly I, I like better? It just... I text you, like, your Adam Sandler impression gives me life. I miss Ellie's characters. I still laugh to the point of crying on an aggressive tampon character. So I don't know if it's going to be as magical if she doesn't know it's not really a commercial. But those were, those were very, very, very funny. Please do more of those. So this is when, uh, first of all, my Adam Sandler impression is, thank you, spot on. In fact, someone tagged Adam Sandler in some comment about it, and he liked the comment. So maybe the Sandman actually does enter the studio at some point, and uh, he and I can you have You guys a, have a Sandler off? You can have a Sandler off, because you know he's now turned into doing impressions of himself. and but, I, but I think he would respect... A lot of people have tried to do impressions of him. Famously, Jimmy Fallon, right? That was his thing. And I don't think that... I think your impression is much better than Jimmy well, Fallon's. Thank you. Well, it doesn't say much. Uh, the, the second part of her message was about when we pretended that Allie, we, we fooled Allie into thinking she got a great commercial endorsement voicing a tampon. And Allie read all of these, and then we played them on the air and made fun of her. If you missed it, this was, I found this in the archives. This was Allie thinking that she was auditioning the, the for new a, voice of a tampon. Yeah. Hey, I'm a tampon. <laughs> nice to meet you. Uh, <laughs> By the way, I nailed this. I just want to let you know I made was, a strong character choice and I think it was a standout. She was shocked that she didn't get the role and then we had to break oh. it to her on the air that this was never an actual uh, real audition and that we made it up and uh, she was really devastated because she delivered as she claimed her best her best audition yeah, ever. Yeah, and I get hey, two takes. I'm a tampon. <laughs> nice to meet you. Hey, let's make a deal. When we go swimming, you don't cannonball and I won't leak. Happy swimming. Yeah, she crushed it. Well, anyway. And then I did a fake jump into the pool and everything. Sincerely, your friend Tampon. Woohoo! There we go. What a, <laughs> wonderful. <God. laughs> Can't she didn't get that fake job. Yeah, right. I would have made some good fake money. Thanks for uh, calling and leaving messages on the Go Line. Quick break back in a moment. Think about it. Is there a song that whenever you hear it, it makes you cry? What is the reason why? We will get emotional together next, K-Rock. Right, it's K-Rock, Klein, Allie's show. Let's get emotional. Yesterday on the show, Allie did cry. If you were not listening or perhaps you're catching up on the podcast, she was all bummed out. She took a pregnancy test, thought she was going to be positive. It's really interesting. Sometimes people cry. The, the pregnancy test, I feel like, always results in crying because either 
it's positive and you want it to be negative and you're like, well, there goes my life. That's over. And you start mm -hmm. crying. Yeah. It's positive. You want it to be positive. You have this emotional crying of celebration. Or Especially your, you're pregnant, so you have more emotions. Emotions. Or in your particular case, you were thinking, you were hoping, people were telling you you looked pregnant, you were <laughs> really, you went through the we're process. Bloated, the whole thing. The whole thing. You put on a bunch of weight and uh, then no. nothing. So <laughs> you put on a bunch of weight. That's the real sadness. And uh, music has that effect too. It can make you feel better. Uh, we've already talked about uh, the psychological impact of music that can have on your day. Well, even think about the new Blink song and, you know, when that came out, a lot of people said, oh my God, I'm crying in my car right. and that kind of thing. And that can, I'm sure that writing experience was healing for them with all the past that they have and they're almost deaths. Some song that was in the news last week or earlier this week, Allie's like, oh man, I can't even listen to that song without crying. And I was like, what are you talking about? And this is the song because I guess even though it was written, I don't know, 30 years ago, it just now was got song of the year. The song of the year. This is the you song. I got a plan to get us out of here. Been I thought it was a convenience store. I thought it was a, a song about uh, like uh, Fast and Furious cars. No, this well, this song is super sad. It's about a small town girl, and she has an opportunity to get out and make something of her life. And then she's like, at the end, she's like, "Take your fast car and keep on driving," because I, you know, my dad's an alcoholic, and I gotta quit school and take care of him. And then she gets stuck in this small town forever. So you're a real good feel good story. So you're listening it's so to sad. the you're listening to the lyrics. You're saying, duh. Oh, but it's also the man and their man. Get a fast car. Oh. I got a plan to get us out of here. Been working at the convenience store. You know, it's nothing sadder than thinking about Allie listening to this song, <laughs> crying in her slow car. That <laughs> is, <laughs> that's really what's sad right there. Excuse me. That's what makes she me. She worked. Managed to save just a little bit of money. Won't have to drive too far. Just cross the border and into the city. You and I can both get jobs. Oh. Finally see what it means to be living. And then she doesn't do it. to dolls. I think I, that, that sounds. I have chills on the left side of my body. I would have thought that's a happy song, like the new Blink song. I get it. That's a sad. It's a hopeful song, but then you lose hope at the end. Oh, I've she's never... like a missed opportunity. All these missed opportunities. She's working at a convenience store, Klein. She manages to save just a little bit of money, and then at the end, she doesn't get to go anywhere. So who's got the fast car? The people that she wanted to get away with. And do they drive off without her? Yes. Oh, so good for them. No, for them, did she stuck song. in the small town? Now I'm angry. Okay, see. <laughs> but the fact that you even hear a little bit of that song and right away you start getting emotional if is you, crazy. If you really listen to the lyrics and the, the song in its entirety and really take it in, it's got, it takes you on a whole emotional journey and yeah. imagery, and it's very sad. I don't have access to that part of my body, I don't think. Really? Like emotions, like through... I mean, I'll You th think that part of you is just dead? It may be. Hmm. It's definitely like a muscle that I haven't worked on in a while. There is one song that I know is supposed to probably be a happy song because the song is actually called Happier. It's the Bastille song with um, Marshmallow. Oh. But the only, but I never. Isn't that song about divorce? So, no, I don't even know what the song, <laughs> I don't even know what it's about. It's about you being happier the, after. Lately, I've been, I've been thinking, I want you to be happier. I want you to be happier. Oh. Now, once again. I don't know. Yeah, so he'll go. It's better if she if he leaves. In the video, the only reason I know that this song makes me sad now is because I saw the video. No one watches videos anymore, but for somehow it came up on like a YouTube playlist. And in the video, it's the the whole video is the this the starts the song starts and this little girl gets a puppy for her birthday. Uh oh. 
and uh, and it's all happy. A beautiful dog. Beautiful like a, puppy. Like a like, golden lab. Yeah, yeah, right? like, yeah exactly. Oh, those are always the ones the, that... That's like the Marley yeah. and me. It's a, gold, mm-hmm. it's a golden lab, uh, and she gets this this beautiful little puppy, and then the song goes on, and she's going through all of the different, you know, high school and growing up, and the oh, dogs... The dog's bo- there for the her. The dog's there for her the whole time. And then the song ends, and they put the dog, the dog to sleep at the end of the video. And the, and then they basically the last thing in the video is that they come out. Are you and gonna the, cry? Maybe. And the vet, <laughs> and the vet shakes his head like, "Oh my God, he does." It's gone. Oh yeah. You yeah, know what? I saw this ri- in a Subaru commercial. No. And they get another dog after. They do get an. I think they do get another dog at the end of the thing. But regardless, that's the only reason. Now when I hear that song, I'm like, "Well, that song's ruined for me." Well, yeah, I remember- maybe if you take any song and put a dead dog story in it, yeah. it's gonna be sad. So messed up. Yeah, it's really messed up. They're like, "How can we tug on the heartstrings of everybody, Omar, even people like you, Klein?" Omar, do you have a song that makes you uh, emotional? I, you know, I don't think I cry necessarily, but it does, it does make you emotional. Coldplay wrote this song till Kingdom Come, and it was supposed to be for. Johnny Cash and Johnny Cash actually uh, passed away before they were actually uh, he was able to record it. And every they wrote the song for Johnny Cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He passed away before he was able to sing it. So and on. actually, this is actually my uh, my my wife and I's first dance song. So that's oh, also really? why it makes me sad. Yeah. That's not supposed to make you sad. <laughs> oh, it makes me sad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. It's the last dance. So that's yeah. uh, that's Omar's song. But you, you know, but, a lot like, of people on the text line were submitting different Coldplay songs. Fix you. Um, oh yeah, that's a that's, that's one. a that's a really sad one. Fix you. Uh, and yellow by Coldplay. But fix you is like a DIY song. Isn't <laughs> that? A, it's not. No. I'm not deep enough. Especially that that video is brutal because I think it mostly takes place in an old old people's home and it's a bunch of people just dying off. Fix You takes place in an old people home? I'm pretty sure if I saw the the right video, maybe it was a parody video I saw. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Hold on. Or just do the same dead dog video. Uh, Jake, what is the song song that makes you uh, sad? I think I have it here. Oh, yeah. It was the video, actually. I got drunk one night and I watched it and cried. It tells the story of this guy who, like, loses like a, his young daughter in an accident oh and then like rejoins her at the end of the video oh. and, and it's uh, Kareng Ben uh, So We Don't Forget It. I hate it. it. Sounds like a sex song. It really does. It's sad. The video is super sad. It's a very beautiful song. I don't even know what goes on in Jake's house but I don't want to know. <laughs> this just sounds <laughs> like the creepiest <laughs> song. <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you sure that was his daughter? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. Vanessa, you have a song that makes you cry? Yeah, but my song's actually a happy song. But when I watch the video, every time I cry. Man, it's really about and the it's video, in huh? Spanish. Oh, this is Vanessa's song. It's in Spanish, everyone. Como la luna te alumbra por la noche en los what are they saying? Like translate so I can understand why that's sad? Well, it's not sad. It's talking about the land of the for of the forgotten. But why I like it is because it it shows all parts of Colombia, <laughs> and like everyone that sings in this song is so proud. And when I watch it, I'm like, oh my god, I think I miss Colombia, and oh. it's just so beautiful. And I don't even know that country that well, and it makes me sad because I'm like, what am I doing? It's literally the video. So this, it makes you want to move back to Colombia watching the video. And no, it makes me just want to go on vacation. <laughs> 
Every from now on, Vanessa. That's whenever, very complex. Vacation. Whenever, whenever you Vanessa comes in the studio from now on, we've got her theme song. Yeah. And she has to put her hands out, all proud. No, she can't stop moving. Aww. Uh, Postmaster Johnny, he considers himself a uh, music, not only a music enthusiast, but a curator of songs. He's got his own little playlist he puts together for everything. He says there's one song that is truly the saddest song that was ever recorded. Which one is this, Postmaster Johnny? It's Sleepwalk by Johnny and Santo, bro. Oh, my God. Hold on. This is Postmaster Johnny's song. He Sleepwalk. says this is the saddest. Spill it. Spray it. Pour it. Pump it. Pump it. Pump it. It, You're right, Johnny. It. That is sad. It is sad to spill it. That is sad. That's a good good choice, dude. Hold on. This I don't the, question your 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 decisions. This is the one he said. This is his song. He says this is the saddest song ever. Why does this make you sad, Johnny? Bro, La Bamba, 1987. Richie. Bro, come on now. Y'all know this one. Y'all seen the movie, right? Yeah. yeah, I think I've seen La Bamba, but I don't remember. Dude, he dies, Richie Valens dies in a plane crash, and then everybody's all sad and uh, shaken up, and he's like 16 years old. And it this, hit hard, because like, he lived where I grew up, and I was just like, damn, that could be me dying in a plane crash. Is this why you're afraid of planes? Partially, yeah, sadly. Wow, so a lot of people on the A lot of people on the phone right now. A lot on the text line, too. Uh, with uh, the song that actually makes them cry. It's so interesting to see these different reasons why. Like, the song's not a sad song. Everyone has a specific reason but why, it, yeah. it hit when I found out that my mom was cheating on my dad. So, like, it's like all these different things. Now the song's been ruined for you forever. Get to these calls in a moment. Hang tight if you'd like to join us. 800-520-1067 to call or to text. Uh, this is an emotional song, right? This is K-Rock. Well, there's our time to talk. It's K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. A lot of people on the phones now, 800-520-1067, having an interesting discussion about songs that apparently make you lose it. Ali uh, informed us that a song that was released back in the late 80s... 1988. ...just got declared Song of the Year for the year 2023, which seems crazy, and that was... Because uh, it's that powerful, and it didn't get the... the um, I don't think that it got the praise it deserved back then. Yeah, and it's she a says, song that matures when she time. hears this song, get a fast car. Oh. I got makes her lose it. So she saved a little bit, and then we were talking about it, and we're saying well, there are actual real songs that when you hear them, they actually make you get emotionally. Like, I mean, songs make you get emotional regardless, good stuff, whatever, but actually make you cry. That's a very interesting breed of song. We've been sharing some of ours with you because we have feelings too. But what are the songs that actually make you cry? You're on Carol. What's up? It's got to be Aerosmith. Don't want to miss a thing. Oh, yeah. Because oh, the asteroid that's going to hit us and destroy us all? Yeah. <laughs> no, when he says, AJ, take care of my daughter. Oh, God. That is really sad. <laughs> he sacrifices himself. Javier, what song makes you uh, lose it? Oh, hey, Clyde. How's it going? What's up, dude? <laughs> uh, hey. Um, it's, it's a Spanish song. It's called Amor Eterno. Meaning, uh, infinity love. I'm just going to play Vanessa's again because I don't have another Spanish song. <laughs> Good submission. <laughs> hey, Mark, what song makes you cry? Adam's song because he spilled that glass of apple juice in the in the hall. And, you know, just thinking about that when you've got kids, it just melts you. 
Like wasting perfectly good apple juice? No, like the guy killed himself. What? <laughs> I think it's I I interpret the song as the kid is dead talking from beyond the beyond the grave. Bianca. Hi. What happened? Hi, what's up? I was just calling about the, the song. Yeah. Um, it's Creed uh, with arms wide open. <laughs> oh, we can all agree that makes us sad. You win. I don't even think anyone can compete with that, Allie. It makes everyone sad for a variety of different reasons. And I'm right? trying to open. Oh. This, this one would probably be on the list as well. 20 years released after the fact. Everyone Lincoln hears Park it for the first the time. List. Lost. Yeah. This is K-Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. Thanks, Gwen. Here's a friendly reminder. When you hear us play The Offspring, the kids aren't all right. It'll happen at some point this morning, sooner rather than later. Be sure to call us, 800-520-1067. Get you into a sold-out show happening December 9th at the Forum. It is the 32nd annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas, and you will be as good as in. Uh, let's get to your news right now. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. Ooh, misinformation. This will be fun. <laughs> All right, I decided maybe let's move away from freeway arson for a hot minute, and instead let's focus on the fun holiday triple murder story, shall we? Uh, we talked about it last week, the torso that they found in the dumpster in Encino. Then they traced it back to this guy who is the son of a Hollywood executive. They believe that he likely killed his wife and her parents. They found a bunch of evidence in his house, and now they have info on how he was attempting to get rid of all the body parts. And uh, one of his first tactics was that he tried to get some day laborers to remove the bags from his house. Oh, man. And, I mean, when you're trying to get rid of a body, you just think, what am I going to do? Yeah, go to the Home Depot, I guess right? I'll roll on up to the Home <laughs> Depot and just say, hey, hey, guys, do you want to make a quick hundred bucks? Just take these bags to the dumpster. And then after a while, those guys even figured out, hey, wait a minute. I don't know if there's like a finger popping out or what, but they were like, dude, we're not doing this. <laughs> then they yeah. left. And then that's when they found the video surveillance of him taking the bags out of his Tesla and putting them into a dumpster. Another Tesla Oh, he's a Tesla a-hole? Another yep. Tesla a-hole. He's wow. a Tesla a-hole, yeah. So there, that's the video. That's the latest. So I think there's enough evidence just to... I know we can say alleged and everything, but there's a lot of evidence of this guy doing this. this I, I would have to believe, and I, I don't know, because I, I've never gotten to a point where I've been so upset with somebody that I would have thought about actually, you know, their demise and how I would dispose... And their parents. Right, and their parents too. That I could see that. I mean, I could see the in-laws thing, you know. Mm. Well, your mother-in-law does kiss you on the mouth that's right <laughs> but i do think that uh, you would i would think if you're going to go down that path you would have a, a plan you would at least think yeah. you have a good plan even the guy that they found in the body parts in the barrel at least that seemed like it was a better plan yeah Turned out to also not be good and the guy got caught but still eventually it takes them a while to trace it back yeah. i think he was like oh if i dismember then it's going to take them so long to identify right. i'll just kind of toss it into various he didn't even go very far out of his way no it was really a terrible it was plan. like the first dumpster he saw like this guy puts the dumb in dumpster because <laughs> he did not spend any time at all coming up you would think Wouldn't you at least drive all night to like yeah, Arizona or something you, you would think you would have like this is the part about it maybe you're just dumb in general but I tend to think a lot of times these killers they're actually sometimes they're smart I mean they're they're dumb to a certain extent emotionally but you would think like when you even when you learn about Dom or whatever they kind of do have a almost like weird evil genius sort of ability to yeah. well, hide I've, their crimes. This guy, what an idiot. Yeah, he's just the dumbest of the dumb. And he's, he's not going to get away with it, so that's good. All right, as, uh, as soon as Uber signups kind of started 
waning. They found all kinds of ways to expand their services and make the app more enticing. You've seen Uber Package Delivery, Uber Black, Uber Pool, Uber Green, Uber Espanol. Now there's Uber for household chores. This is something they're testing out for now. It's Uber Task. It's the newest thing that they're adding to the app where people will be able to come to your house, do your laundry, your dishes. Dispose of a torso. Dispose of a torso or a finger, build you furniture, mow your lawn, whatever you want to do, whatever you don't want to do around the house. How's that different than TaskRabbit? It's the same. But I think TaskRabbit's more focused on... It's, I don't think it's as m- much focused on chores. It's more like handyman services. You yeah. know, like set up my cable, mount my TV, that kind of thing. Could be any of those things. Th- yeah, but Plumber. to be like, hey, come mow my lawn, that's a little more chore. Hmm. Hmm. How much like I- a one-off? Just get a gardener. Yeah, but everyone's weird. Everyone's like, you got to do that thing where you're like, oh man, I got, you know, in laws are coming to town. I'm not going to murder them till noon, so I got to get the <laughs> lawn looking good at nine. Yeah. Yeah, so I can more easily drag the bags across right. the lawn. Yeah. I, I could see that, though. Like, there are times when even, I guess you look around at your house, you're like, do I want to spend all Saturday cleaning this place up and getting it organized? I think that's what they're banking on. It's like, I'm looking at all these things in front of me. I'd rather pay 50 bucks to have somebody else come and do this right now, and I want to go enjoy my life. <laughs> 50 bucks, if you're lucky. I yeah. bet you it's way more than that. Yeah, I don't know what you're going to get done it's for 50 bucks, Allie. Well, then, I'll see you on Uber Task as a driver. <laughs> <laughs> I hired Allie to come to my place. So I can see starting to starting <laughs> at, <laughs> as a client. And like, Pull that clip. It's Allie's new catchphrase. This is K-Rock. This is the world-famous K-Rock. All right, this is the hour. Take a good look at your family tree because we need some open nominees for Weirdest Relative in America. Everyone claims they have one. Now it's a chance for you to prove it. Win yourself the ultimate prize, the bragging rights, the sash that says that you have the Weirdest Relative in America. And think about how great that'll be a week or so from today when you sit around Thanksgiving dinner and you get to take out that sash and present it to your uncle or Say, Carrie, this is for you. You've earned, you've earned this for years of doing weird stuff. Because it's going to be a Terry, let's be honest. It's, we, that's the one thing we know. We don't know what the relationship <laughs> will be. It could be an aunt, uncle, cousin, but it's a Terry. definitely be a Terry. We should just write that on the sash right now. America's weirdest Terry. <laughs> so uh, if you'd like to join us, we'll get to that later this hour, but be ready to call and nominate 800-520-1067. We are Klein Alley Show. I'm Klein. There's Alley. That is Jake the Nerd, DJ Omar Khan. You got Postmaster Johnny taking the calls at 800-520-1067. And remember, you're listening. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Stop my, it. My tooth just fell out. Oh, my God. Smell it, Alley. Smell oh. it. Oh, I can't believe it. Let me Dude. see your... Oh, <laughs> God damn. Right in the middle of that. You actually look like an instant Terry. <laughs> <laughs> I could win. There's win. like a screw hanging out of your gums. Yeah, I got to get this thing taken care of. Oh, it's so it's annoying. It's like you have a weird baby tooth. It just <laughs> popped right out. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, Smile so- at the camera. Ah, <laughs> God damn. Well, anyway, that's going to be a good omen, I think. Good start to the hour. Huh? It's that great. Thank you. Well, my front tooth just popped out of my effing mouth, dude. 
Well, I don't know why I'll, you're not going to the dentist to put them back in properly. You're just deciding to DIY it. Yeah, I read it. You got to get an Uber task. I, I saw a thing on YouTube. <laughs> back in right. It said I could make my own glue formula in the kitchen, and clearly it's working. Clearly it's working. <laughs> so oh I got gosh. this going show. for me. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we're only halfway through the show. Is the whole second half going to be like No, nah, I'm going to put it back in. <laughs> okay, let me get some super glue. Have Johnny go get some Gorilla Glue. I bet that'll, that no, stuff stays that, forever. Yeah, I don't want that, though. Why? Because I got to... Don't want to get... I don't want to get into it. Let's get a Smashing Pumpkin. Smashing. <laughs> yeah. Smashing Why do we have the Smashing Pumpkins now? <laughs> Smashing Pumpkins on now. He's All live, S artists. The live radio... <laughs> <laughs> The live radio show. show. We're sharp picked up. There we are. And We'll fix my mouth. We'll be right back with more next. K-Rock. K-Rock. Klein Alley Show. What an interesting start to the hour. Uh, Klein's tooth fell out. 213 wants to know if you can redo your Sandman impression with... <laughs> no, I put it back in. I should have done it. It would have been great. It would have been so much better. would have taken it to the next level. 818 wants to know if we're going to do the dead truth with dead tooth with you Man. now that you're the real dead tooth around here yeah, it's back in temporarily but I gotta figure I'm gonna have to go to the emergency dentist oh maybe I can get out of that meeting after the show today oh it'll be huge for emergency dental yeah, glue situation gotta go, gotta get some glue 323 said I work at a dental office please for the love of all that is holy do not use any super or gorilla glue well too late I could have used that text five minutes ago <laughs> Oh, it did come out five minutes ago. I just oh, thanks, Ali. Appreciate yeah, it. Oh, no uh, yeah, tooth fell out. That sucks. That's an embarrassing thing. But you know what? Once again, brutal honesty around here at our own expense. There's <laughs> a lot going on in the world. Uh, we will take, by the way, your open nominees in a moment for Weirdest Relative in America. Someone said, if I had nominated my friend who's an uncle and also has teeth that fall out while he does this radio show, he yes. would definitely win Weirdest Relative in America. I know. And speaking Good of point. Terry's... Um, Somebody said, I actually have a, an uncle named Terry, and he's not that weird. But last time I saw him, he got drunk at my wedding and started howling at the moon like a wolf. <laughs> See, there you go. Something, Such a Terry. Something simple like that could win you Weirdest Relative in America. We'll uh, open up the phones for that in just a moment at 800-520-1067. Uh, but first, there is stuff happening on the Internet. We have to get to the bottom of it. It's time for clickbait. Here we go. Clickbait. All right. Click, click, bait. All right, go with this one, Allie. The average adult only spends four hours a month doing this. You would think it would be way more time, and we're only spending an average of four hours a month doing what? This is the average adult... And you would think if you were to say, how much time are you spending doing this? You would think, oh, I don't know. It's got to be 20 hours, maybe 30, 40 hours. It's, it's four hours. <laughs> that tooth is not going to stay in. I can't say. <laughs> four hours. Four hours a month. What Why is can't it? it be seven hours? <laughs> I just want to see. Can it be seven? Say He's, seven. Klein's literally holding his tooth in place it's, as we talk. It's four hours. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say socializing. I think people are busy with their day-to-day, -day and then they're, you know, just off in their own worlds, and they don't necessarily make plans to actually socialize until the holidays. Four hours a month, Ali says, socializing. Omar? Uh, I'm going to say exercising. I think, uh, like you said, people need to be exercising 20-plus hours more uh, a month, and then people are just, you know, when they go to the gym, they're not really working out, and then it's, in total comes out to, like, four hours a month. Uh, Jake the Nerd? Yeah, exercising is a good guess, but I'm going to guess uh, cooking. Everybody gets like stuff delivered now with DoorDash and stuff, mm. so cooking. Mm. Yeah. 
On average, we are only spending four hours a month hanging out with friends. Yeah! Oh, Allie gets it right. Allie gets the point on that When it's that about one. loneliness, I'm spot on. <laughs> That's her sweet spot is loneliness. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. Clickbait, K-Rock. Biggest mysteries on the internet solved together. Bait. No need to click. This is a simple thing you can add to your life right now to make you feel more alive. Let's just say you're thinking, oh, man, every day feels the same, just going through the motions, whatever. This little thing apparently instantly makes you feel way more alive, and it's super easy to do. What is it? Okay, it's definitely a random sprint. All right, just randomly sprint for no reason? Yeah, just like, a, or it's going to be some kind of like a 30 seconds of hit, you know, in high-intensity exercise. All right, Jake? Uh, maybe core, so, sort of related, uh, a new pair of shoes to run in. Terrible guess. That's weird. Um, <laughs> I feel alive. Day, you make you feel different. Uh, You're uh, tying uh, these laces, I feel like a real human. Uh, yeah. Omar Khan, experts claim that uh, this little thing can instantly make you feel more alive. Uh, I'm going to go with cocaine. I know, that, that was kind of my thir first thought. I was yeah. like, that makes you feel alive. Omar's right. It's always cocaine. Now, they say that uh, keeping a secret. What? Having a, a like someone telling you a secret that you have the access to, but you're not supposed to tell anyone else. Oh, I can't do that. Having that information, someone's like, look, I'm going to tell you something, but this is, you got to be the only person that knows this. I got to tell someone. When you are the person that gets that little bit of information, apparently it's got a crazy effect. Oh, if you're being has. told a secret? You're being told oh, a secret. Oh, yeah, that's the best. And they say that that is the most, instantly it can make you feel way more alive. Yeah, just you like, like lean in, you're like, what's going on? I'm ready. All right, the last one I'll give you right now, quick face. Bait. All right. This is the reason that experts actually claim you're not supposed to ever wear shoes in your house. There's a real reason why. It's not what you think. This is the actual reason why you are never supposed to wear your own shoes or any shoes inside your house. Well, it's not because of fecal and dirt? It's got to be that. It's got to be fecal and dirt. You think I went for the first time to uh, a dog park over the weekend, and there was so much fecal and dirt everywhere. Everywhere. It was that's, crazy. That's, the, that's, how, that's, how, you build, that's how you build a dog park. It's, it's literally so fecal and dirt. Why would people go there? The, it's like you know you're getting close when you can smell the urine and crap from so like disgusting. two blocks away. And this was like a brand new dog park, too. That's why we went. Uh, you walk by those dog waste dispenser things. Yeah. And you're like, oh, oh, I, so come for the, I come for the fecal. I stay for the dirt. Everyone's got their own reason. <laughs> Ooh, dirt. So you think it's a fecal dirt issue. Unanimous, all of us think fecal. Yeah. Jake, what is your reason why? He hasn't answered yet. Uh, maybe it's because like it ruins your arches or something wearing shoes all day. Oh my god! Glad <laughs> Jake, you asked. Jake's right. <laughs> They're concerned about Ow, my arches. Arch support. <laughs> uh, the correct answer is because E. coli can travel on the bottom of your soles into your house, get all over everything, give you certain exciting uh, medical conditions like uh, life-threatening. Oh boy, here it goes. <laughs> Life-threatening kidney failure. You might also trudge fecal matter. Yeah. From public bathrooms. There you go. I think Omar and I were right. All right. The internet mm -hmm. full of mysteries. Quick break. Back in a moment. Nominees open now. 800-520-1067. Why do you have the weirdest relative in America? 
One relative, one story could score you the ultimate prize. And bragging rights, we'll do it next. <laughs> K-Rock, Klein, Alley Show. This is exciting, but about a week from today will be Thanksgiving. You'll sit around that table, relatives. Maybe you have your traditional flag football game where you tackle each other. Good excuse to get all, all that aggression you have on those relatives you don't see too often. And then you sit there and you make small talk and you try not to talk about anything that will be controversial, which is almost impossible. And then one of your uncles tells you that he's been gay and his wife was just a giant cover for the fact that he never shared that with you. And then everything just kind of unravels from there. Well, we are looking for the weirdest relative in America. We believe you have that relative because everybody does. And now it's your chance to prove it. Here we go. It's time to find America's weirdest relative. Only one will win. You get the sash, you get the bragging rights, and more importantly, Allie, you get the grand prize. And we're putting it together right now, and it will be sweet. Something for you and something for your weird relative. Yeah, definitely. Yesterday I heard a collection of stories. Uh, Yeah, it's like all week we'll be taking these nominees different times every day and go ahead why do you think you have the weirdest relative in all of america what do they do um he once got a heart from build bear and he asked uh, everybody in the family to put their finger and cut blood on it as a, some kind of a connection thing let me get this straight they went to build a bear at the mall he got that little beating heart thing and then he asked everyone in the family to give actual blood and put it on the beating heart and put it inside the build a bear yeah uh, some kind of like what family packed i I don't know. He thought it'd be cool. This was like 10 years ago. I don't care. Oh, okay. You're right. Different time. What does that Totally normal. (laughs) 10 years ago. 2010? Yeah, that was... Wait a minute. Who... Which which relative was this? My dad. Oh, wow. I don't think we've gotten this direct of a relative, Klein. Very... It would be a very big upset if a dad were to win Weirdest Relative in America. But... I will tell you right now, this story is one of the weirdest stories I've ever heard. How many people in the family was he trying to get blood from? Oh, just the, just the ones in the household. And what did he do to get that blood? Um, we just all got injured at different times. <laughs> so, oh, so whenever someone got injured, he would say, come over here and put some of this blood on the Build-A-Bear heart? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and eventually just collects on the heart. I think I don't think he has it anymore. <laughs> I would hope not. It's evidence locker now. All right, that's an interesting way to start the nominees today. Katie on K Rock, uh, why do you believe you have the weirdest relative in all of America? Uh, my grandma is pretty crazy. She has missing teeth, like you do, uh, but you. she showed up to uh, no problem. Uh, she showed up to Thanksgiving a few years ago in a uh, pilgrim outfit but didn't tell anybody, and it was buckles on the shoes. It was the wig. It was missing teeth, and full pilgrim showed up just surprised. Now, did she think she was in costume? Um, We're still figuring that out. Yeah. I got this at Lane Bryant. Yeah, like I could figure that she's just dressing up for Thanksgiving, and she happens to look like a pilgrim. Yeah, that, yeah. I feel like most of my grandma's clothes were like pilgrim chic. Yeah, totally. But I think it's pilgrim in- court. Interesting. It's a hot thing. <laughs> if all of a sudden she just shows up in costume. Well, especially because of the missing teeth as well. Let's not go against the people that have fake or missing teeth community, Allie, as mine is <laughs> about to fall off again during the segment. I right mean, now. it seems pretty easy to make sure they're just in your mouth and functioning properly, but I guess not. Having a dental- I mean, dead tooth. Over there, Vanessa, she has dead teeth, and I have not once seen them fall out. Oh, she just got hers put in. Mine have been in for a while. I lost. I got hit in the mouth of the baseball in, like, eighth grade. These things have been gone for a long time. So those are the same teeth that you had put in? 
Same ones. I don't upgrade, Allie. God, those things must have been huge when you were in eighth grade. <laughs> yeah, they why were, do you have these were really giant big. teeth when you were, before you were in high school? Now you know why I didn't get laid. Uh, hey, Lou, welcome to K Rock. Who are you nominating for weirdest relative in America? Sweet divots, man. Sweet divots. Um, yeah, um, I got my uncle Bruno. He's kind of a conspiracy theorist. He thinks that all the brown eggs in the grocery store are hand painted. <laughs> See, now, this is great. This is such a great nominee for I so many reasons. I love conspiracy theory relatives. And it's such a stupid thing that he's probably put a lot of thought and effort into. And he has to explain it to all the family members every time you get together for the holidays. That's the real, that's just what makes it so perfect for the holidays is that this is something you hear about every year. Oh, those those brown eggs? You know, they hand-paint them just to try to charge you more. I know, Bruno. <laughs> like, Jesus, can you just pass the mashed potatoes, please? I said, I asked him, I said, how do you know about this? He goes, well, he goes, I brought, he goes, I, I got a white egg, I painted it, and then I went to the grocery store, and then I, I, I held it up against the brown eggs, and I said, yeah. I said, these are all painted. Look, I had the same paint. I figured it out. Couldn't so, he just buy brown eggs and then try and remove the paint to prove his point? Well, yeah, I don't know. What, does he believe? Uh, what is the reason by, by behind this theory? Is like, does he think it's a scam by the by the farmers to mark up the price? Oh, yeah. Markup, yeah, he's uh, it's a, a markup. It's a markup, it's a scam. Yeah. He's not falling for that one. That's good, Ashley. Why <laughs> do you have the weirdest relative in America? Hi. Um, okay, so I have an uncle who. Literally every like holiday gathering, he, when we go to give him a hug and say hi and greet him or whatever, he tries to kiss me and all of our grown adult cousins on the lips. Like, go, uh, like you turn your head and he like goes out of his way to like <laughs> contact. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, and um, okay, so he like, doesn't. Children he too. He's done this forever, my whole life. Okay, it's so sober. all ages, all genders, just everyone gets a kiss on the lips. So well, once, you know, you experience that, Klein. Uh, you, how weird do you find it as a, someone who has a weird relative uh, who kisses you on the lips? If it was an uncle, I would find it very weird. My, mine is my mother-in-law, which is a little less weird. And now we mm -hmm. kind of do that thing where I turn a little bit, she turns a little bit. We're kind of only touching corners of mouths together. But, <laughs> but oh, is it exciting for her? But it is interesting because it seems like you know your uncle's going to do this. You, you intentionally jerk your head in a very aggressive way. And he will... Uh-huh, and he will call it out if, like, you avoid it. And then his lips are always moist, so which oh, makes it grosser. Oh. Wait, he calls he it out? The, like, get back smacking. here, you. <laughs> yep, and he'll make the, like, um, the, like, smacking noise, like, oh. when you make contact. What's, it's so... what, what's his name? Uncle what? I'm not saying it. Just, his, fir just his first name. <sighs> it would be very obvious. Um, <laughs> it would be very obvious? <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Wet Lips. So, so yeah, you, what do you think? He's go. lispian? He's uh, listening? I know he's an avid fan of the show, so I'm uh, sure he's listening. That sounds like uh, people. That sounds like my, my kissable uh, niece oh, right there. Sounds, <laughs> I wish I could kiss those lips shut. Probably kiss. He's <laughs> 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 licking the radio right now. Ugh. All right. Gonna... Interesting crop. All different. Do you think you have the weirdest relative in America? I like I like the uncles getting some good representation today. The egg painters of the world. And that dad, too. He's someone's uncle, I bet. Yeah. Oh, man. Time for a fa family blood oath on the uh, Build-A-Bear. Yeah.
This is Foo Fighters. Man, our relatives are weird as k A lot of people listening to these submissions for Weirdest Relative in America are saying to us, uh, you know, I used to think that I had a weird relative, but then after hearing some of the stories that you've shared on K-Rock the last few days, I realized that my family is too effing normal. Exactly. I That's mean, a good I, thing And to I learn. thought I had a quirky family, borderline weird. I also have just some relatives that are angry. And yeah, mean. but that's once again different than and weird. And that's so different than weird. Yeah, this is very, and and I think we're just finding more niches of weird. It's kind of a beautiful thing because weird is such a vague term, and yeah. there's so many different ways to be weird. But you know, you get to like that point right around this time every year where you're like, who's going to be at Thanksgiving? And you're like, oh, is, as Ali said, is Terry coming? And you're like, yep, Terry will be there. Oh boy! And then it's like, what is? What's and they're like, be? just be nice, right? <laughs> Maybe she's dressed like a pilgrim this year, but just go with it. Okay, that's Terry's uh, method. You're on K-Rock. Why do you think you have the weirdest relative? Hello. Hey, how you doing? Good. Why do you have the weirdest relative in America? Uh, because he eats all of our food while we're sitting next to him. It's the only time we sit next to him is during Thanksgiving. He's always eating, and he'll eat with two forks or two spoons, depending on whether it's a... Uh, oh, that, that you, uh, is interesting. Yeah, you kind of buried the lead there. <laughs> He's, yeah. he's like slalom skiing with forks. It's ju- it's crazy because he will he will double fist uh, spoons and he will just chow down on that soup um, the one right after the other. I don't that know is stra- an uncle that eats yeah. with two spoons, one in each hand. I mean, that's something. And is he raising the spoons both to his mouth simultaneously, or is he alternating scoop, 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 no, it's scoop? Alternating. He's got it. He's got it. He can eat soup so quickly. Um, <laughs> he's alternating. But then he's also sticking it in our soup, so we, we oh. really try to avoid him on on days that are not uh, family gatherings because we're usually uh, overeating uh, during those times. All right. I mean, Allie, it's like every time I hear a new story, I'm like, that's our new front runner. And again, just someone with a weird food thing is so different than someone with a weird conspiracy thing. Alyssa, why is your relative the weirdest in America? This is Alyssa. Hello, what's your name? 626. Who am I talking to? Hello. Can't possibly oh, be Alyssa. man, are you muted? Uh, probably. All right, we move on. We say hi to Carlos. Carlos, why is... Oh, hold on. Jerry could be a new front runner. Hey, J- Jerry. Oh, Terry and Jerry now? Jer- Jerry, why is your uncle the weirdest in America? Go ahead. Hey, uh, Jerry, I actually said it was my grandmother. Uh, she would sit us down to do raisin portraits. Uh, Explain. She would, all, she would do it before the holidays, and she'd she'd ask her parents to, to send us over, and we'd come over, and she'd pull this big box of raisins out, and she'd figure out what looked most like our faces, and then she would dress them up in these uh, outfits, and it wasn't just us; it was like the whole the whole community. She would do this too. Wait, wait a minute. No, there's no I, follow-up questions. I, no, 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 she, he needs to explain more. It's is, is she dressing the raisins up yes, physically? Yeah, and like I had, I wore glasses. So she put little glasses on them. <laughs> uh, like, we're, was, we're talking about was, regular size raisins, tiny raisins. Oh yeah, it was like this miniature thing that she would create. Uh, this what little the? setting with the house but, and but, 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 like but, a yeah. little baby in a manger scene. But she would look through all of the raisins to find the one that most resembled you. Yeah, that which was odd. Yeah, because all, all raisins look exactly the <laughs> same. Uh, that's racist, Allie. <laughs> you're, you're, being ra- you're being racist. <laughs> 
let me say hi to. Um, hold on, we got. Uh, I have so many more questions about I, this I, raisin I thing. How does that... I also I want one. I want one of these portraits. I want a raisin portrait of the show. Is she still alive, Jerry? Yes, uh, uh, she's acting in the hospital. That sort of she's in the hospital right now. Oh. Do you have any pictures of these raisin tableaus? I should see. Uh, she gave me a raisin portrait, but I live in Irvine. And it's like an uh, hold on. Just- so she gives you a portrait. <laughs> so she takes a picture and then prints it out on like 8x10 at CVS and, I, and frames Jared, it? Was this every year this would happen? Uh, it was too many to remember, you know, too many to forget. Oh, my God. <laughs> you just have you over time <laughs> as you grow different raisin versions of yourself. Hey, Alyssa. Yes. Hey, what, what are you nominating an uncle? Yes, I'm nominating my uncle. Okay, go ahead. Um, my uncle is a Wiccan, so he's like a male witch. He lives in Oregon, so doesn't come down too often, but when he does, he, he, like, speaks English, obviously, but will also speak, like, an unidentified language. And, like, <laughs> Is that him? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not? He's, All right, go on. He speaks an, un- an unidentified language that only he knows? Apparently, him and his tribe know what it is. But I don't know what that means. So he'll just go into a different language and be like, I know you can't understand me, but my tribe can? No, because he brings his dog, so he'll talk to his dog. <gasps> oh, oh, my God. That's a good, that's that a poor good dog. Right he there. talks in a different language to his own dog. Leela, final nomination today. We'll, we'll do more of these throughout the week. Who will be the weirdest relative in America so far? I mean, it's... What a crop. Really unbelievable. Go ahead, Leela. <laughs> um, I have a little cousin. Well, she's not little anymore, but a cousin that was super sweet growing up, like a bookworm, never said anything wrong, like super sweet. And then she uh, went to Berkeley and uh, became a militant vegan. Uh, and all her roommates were militant vegans. And then they, uh, like, hugged uh, turkeys outside of Whole Foods with blood all over them oh. <laughs> and laid on the ground. And then she got two felonies. And uh, then she went, to, went on to work for the, like, militant vegans. And the first Thanksgiving, everyone was eating and she wouldn't sit at the table because there was meat. And so she just stood <laughs> she just stood at the table. Just stood next to the table. Why do you even invite her oh at that God. point? Like Jesus! At least she didn't have blood all over. Yeah, she just stood behind us. <laughs> How do you enjoy your meal? That's perfect. Someone standing behind you like uh, that. Quick break. We're back in a moment. K Rock. K Rock on Ellie Show. You know we haven't done yet today, which means we have to do it pretty soon. Give away some tickets to the sold out almost acoustic Christmas show. We're listening for the Offspring. That'll happen at some point, I guess, between now and 10 a.m. when we get the hell out of here and be ready to call and win your tickets from us. But first, your news. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. News you can't use. Hey, Allie, before you start the news, I just want to read this DM we got from someone who said, I'd like to nominate my aunt for weirdest relative. She tries to kiss us all, and we avoid her because she smells like 20-year-old cigarette smoke. So now she's invented a game called Kiss Tag. <laughs> Just imagine that. The aunt is Family like, kiss tag is the best tag. submission ever for yeah. weirdest so relative. Keep I know we couldn't get to everyone today. We'll do another round of nominees every day this week and then we'll decide who has the weirdest relative in America. All right, the holiday travel season is obviously gearing up. American Airlines is now offering two hundred and fifty thousand dollars as a signing bonus to any pilots who want to join their fleet. 
Meanwhile, many other flight emergencies and flight delays have been happening. I feel like people just, they kind of get, like, they, they know that the travel season is going to get crazy, so they start getting crazy. It's yep. like people can't handle themselves already. So there was um, a flight that was on its way to Vancouver, I believe, and then they had to do an emergency landing because they got a bomb threat in the air while they were on their way to the destination. They landed in San Francisco. And then there was this that happened on a Delta flight before takeoff. Everyone was getting ready to go, and one woman decided to get up and tell everyone this. I sing for the Lord, and my song is out on all platforms. It's called We Can't Forget Them. Michael McDonald cleared it. Warren G is on the original record as well. Crazy to be cleared. But they're enjoying it. So while we're sitting here, could I please? I'm not enjoying it. So I'm asking you, can you be quiet? Okay, well, I'll yes that up. That's a yes or no answer, please. Am I going to go to jail if I don't? Can you please answer my question? Are you willing and able to be quiet right now? I'm doing what the Lord is telling me to do. I'm asking you a question, yes or no. I'm your flight leader. I need you to follow my instruction. If you're the person in charge okay. of it all, then that's okay. fine. Okay, all right. Thank all right. you. So I'm singing on the low for y'all in the back. Oh, man. <laughs> My God! I'm gonna sing it on the low for you all in the back. I mean, is just, how that ended, by the way. You had a story about a that Irish band that all brought out their instruments and started playing. Can yeah. You, can you just go put on the noise canceling headphones, close your eyes, take a Xanax, and get to your destination? This was yesterday. <laughs> Unbelievable! It's it's like. The, the airplane is like a new concert venue at this it, point. It's like open mic night there. Yeah. It used to just be that flight attendant that wanted to do their like little stand-up routine before they did the announcements. <laughs> yeah. And now you got every passenger is going to... It's like America's no, but at Got No Talent. Lady was nominated for a Grammy. She was it's nominated. For, she was nominated for a Grammy, but that doesn't mean that like as soon as the flight's about to take off, you're like, all right. It's like when you're on a subway. And I love then, it. And then the people get on, they're all of a sudden like, what's up, we're a traveling band, we're going to go, woo, we right. do little alley-oops on the pole, and now tip me, and I'm like, oh, God, I just want to get to my destination. Ordinary, I love it. I got a venue for my next show. Yeah, this there guy. There it is. <laughs> Jake, I want to see. Imagine Jake, that. Let me tell you about uh, Green Goblin. <laughs> You're sitting on a plane, and then Jake starts going and doing his dumb comedy routines. You got to jump. No, right, are you, gotta, you kidding? You got to jump right off the that plane. The origin of his boner. I know. No, no, no. Don't do it. No, no, no. Don't. So great. All right. When someone enters a Denny's, usually they've kind of given up on their plan A, their plan B, usually their plan C as well. And, oh, and, and, how dare you? Yeah, Omar, Omar, as Omar someone who used to work there, you'd agree with me, right? Employee of the month Yes, Denny's. I agree. Omar agrees. <laughs> yeah. Well, now you can actually try even less because this is a new thing that Denny's is doing. Take a listen. How would you like your eggs? Ordering breakfast, lunch, or dinner in Kerman just got a whole lot easier. Denny's now allows customers to do it from the comfort of their car. It's the first drive through location in California. And here's the first customer picking up her order. It's, it's just nice. Hi, I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> I would um, like a moons over Miami you know, to cope with life. Omar claims in his many years of serving at Denny's. How long were you, did you have that job? Um, I think I cared for about a year, but then I stayed on for another year and a half. Wow. Didn't really care, and then I was just drunk all the time. You so cared my for Denny's a, had a bar. Oh, that's God nice. bless you but, for but caring how, for a whole year. How many celebrities yeah. did you serve at that Denny's? Because you claim you had uh, quite I a few A-listers. I served Angeline. I served uh, um, Kiefer Sutherland. 
Sutherland there. Mm-hmm. Um, I served, oh man, she was an African-American lady from Mad TV at the time. I forget her name oh, right now. Oh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, who else did I serve there? Um, yeah, you'd always tell I, us. I don't remember. Randomly, like when people will come up in the news, like celebrities, Omar, be like, oh, oh yeah. Oh, uh, um, Fluffy. I served Fluffy there. Oh. And um, also, uh, Felipe Esparza used to be my, uh, one of my regulars. Look at that. Wow. So got a star-studded yeah. Denny's experience. Yep, yep. So. And do you think for any of those people, Denny's was their plan A? Uh, definitely not. Yeah, it's no <laughs> yeah. plan. I think Angelina was, right? Wasn't that like her oh, go-to? Maybe. It was, uh, yeah, she'd always come in on a Sunday, like at 10 p.m., and she would order tomatoes. I believe just tomato slices, that's it. And onions, raw onions. Oh, and said. onions, there yeah, it is. Right. Yeah, I guess onions. you can't yeah, be disappointed it is, yeah. when it's just tomatoes. Yeah, yeah tomatoes and onions. They yeah. should, uh, their greeting when they come to the table at Denny's should be, where did you try to go first? Yeah. That should be, <laughs> that should be the greeting when they come to the we table. We got you now, sucker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, when it started, everybody thought it was going to be the best thing ever. Every major retailer and grocer, grocery chain has some form of it now, but it may be going away because after all these years, stores like Walmart and Costco and many others are beginning to rethink self-checkout. Peace out, bitch. Yeah, they said that uh, over time, self-checkout machines have not really gotten better and that the ones they have in their stores are actually starting to malfunction now. And they're like, should we update these things? They can be slow. They can be unreliable. Obviously, it's not a very personal experience. If people want to use coupons. It can be a whole thing. Then and you've also, got Ali's probably ripping them, ripping them off. Then you constantly. got people like me that yep. are trying mm-hmm. to skim off the top. Wrong you know, code. so they're kind of wondering if any of this is really worth it. And as these machines need maintenance, are they going to invest in the maintenance or just get rid of them altogether? I uh, was at a place recently where there was five self-checkout machines. Three of them were not working. They had two of them working, and then they had three people there to help operate the two machines. Yeah, and you might as well just give them each a counter. Yeah, at that point, I go, mathematically, this makes zero sense. Right. But, you know, it's self-checkout, so everyone does their part. But I don't have to say, hi, how are you? Right, there's all that. No (laughs) small talk needed. So it's still a win, I think. Kick off a brand new hour of the show next. And I believe the offspring should be in your near future with your tickets to Acoustic Christmas. All coming up, K Rock. This is the world famous K Rock. All right, welcome to a brand new hour of the show. It starts right now. It's a good hour for you to be listening to K Rock because we have for you some tickets to the sold out 32nd annual K Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. The offspring is the band you're listening for. They will be taken to the stage at the Kia Forum on December 9th. And when you hear us play a song from them this hour, just all you got to do is call us. Very easy. 800-520-1067. Get through, get on with us, and boom, just like that, you're into the show. We'll make that happen for you this hour here at K-Rock. Also, um, people demanded it, and we delivered. Uh, Vanessa was back at it. Talking to hairstylists, barbers, all around Long Beach to get the, uh, what does she call it, Allie? The dead truth with dead tooth, even though I'm staring at one right now. The nice thing about my my tooth fell out during the show today because I had uh, several times it's actually fallen out. And the thing that makes me feel good about it is that every time it happens, Allie gives me the biggest look of disgust, <laughs> followed by this noise. Ugh. And then, but why do you have to smell it every time? Every time it comes out, and then though? he looks, it makes eye contact with you while he's smelling it. <laughs> why do you have to do that? It's a terrible smell. I, it's just, I'm just. There is something innately in people that like this smells disgusting. I better keep smelling it. Any yeah. any <laughs> smell like, that comes why? out of your own body will be one of your favorite smells and probably everyone else's least favorite smell around you. Or you're just like, how did I make that smell? I'm producing that from my own body. I uh, I got knocked. I got hit in the mouth with a baseball in I think eighth grade or something like that. 
lost some teeth, got some implants, probably have to do like the real, the real nice ones, which I just haven't done yet because I think it costs some money. So I've just been kind of rocking this pair, but they fall out every once in a while. Oopsies. Every once in a while, I feel like since I've known you, this year has been the most fallouts. Yeah, because this was the year I decided to do some DIY dentistry. I stopped, yeah, I, I think they've going. fallen out like four times this year. Yeah, it's not been a good year. And then when I first met you, it was like a few years before I even knew you had fake teeth. Uh, I know. I'm ashamed. I'm embarrassed. And you've come to the right show for that. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, this hour, we will get to... we got lots going on. I don't know how we're going to fit this all in today. we got Employee of the Month nominees to get to as well. A lot of employees making the news, not necessarily for good reasons. we got another Tesla a-hole making the news as well. And we kick it all off right now with my chem. But when we get back, the exciting return of the dead to... Oh, oh no. <laughs> it fell out again. In the middle of me saying the dead tooth, <laughs> the thing fell out of my mouth. It's like it knows you're talking about it. The Sandman's here. What's in your teeth? It's we always say this show's kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure, and we mean that because when you leave messages on the GOAT line, 844-956-GOAT, you never know when that will actually dictate the next day's show. It's my mother effing birthday, and since it doesn't seem like I'm going to be able to go to the almost acoustic Christmas, all I want is another riveting installment of The Dead Truth with the Dead Tooth. What happened to that? I loved it. So people loved it. They loved it. We send Vanessa down to uh, Long Beach where she lives. She talks to different barbers and hair salon owners because they all hear crazy stories. It's like free therapy. And uh, she brought us back another one today, Allie. And these stories are wild. Yeah, and you know what's great is that a listener can just call and say, Hey, uh, remember that? You should do it again. And then Dead Tooth just goes out and does it. And to be brutally honest with you guys, we don't remember most of the stuff we do. So thank you for reminding us. It's time for another exciting edition of the Dead Tooth with Dead Truth. All right. This is part two <laughs> of Death Truth with Death Tooth, a.k.a. Dang, this is delicious. I'm not sure what we decided to call the segment. I'm going to do it. And today I decided to go to barber shops instead of hairstylists because I know that barbers also get those crazy stories. Let's see what we get. So here we go, right out of the gate, Allie. The first story, and it starts like this. Take a look. All right. What is your name, and how long have you been a barber, and where do you work? I'm at Victoria's Barber Studio downtown Long Beach. Okay, so my most memorable one that I could think of right now was my client told me that his mother was kidnapped by the Hillside Strangler. Whoa! Crazy story. God, how are you, like, doing someone's hair, and you're just like, uh-huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. It's just, no. Right. It's, they all day, every day, every story they get, they have the best collection. It's like they get free entertainment while they're doing their job. Every barber, hairstylist should just release a book every month, and it would be be- bestsellers every time. Yes, that she was. Uh, she was a prostitute. Dang, that is that way crazy. Yeah. All right. I nice think you comment- mean salacious, nice, but go on. Nice commentary, Vanessa. Yes, yes and all. Yeah. Is she still your client? No, it was her, her son was my client. He was the one telling me her story. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, and he was real little, too. So I could imagine his mom was really small. 
Oh, yeah, I'm sure he appreciates that description. Interesting back and forth. Here's another story. Uh, once again, the dead uh, truth with dead tooth, talking to stylists, hairstylists, barbers all over Long Beach. All right. What is your name? How long ha- have you been a barber? And what is the craziest slash salacious story you've ever heard? So my name is Tony the Barber, and I work at Syndicate Barbershop. One of the craziest stories I've heard from one of my customers, I won't say no names, he came in and he's actually married and uh, I was cutting his hair and we're just talking, going back and forth and uh, he started sharing stories about him and his wife, how they like to party. So I'm thinking like, you know, they're talking about partying, like just going to regular parties. He was actually talking about swinger parties. Oh. Yeah, they, they like to float that carrot out there, dangle it out and see if... They I'm, like to dangle it out before they do the invite. Barber takes the bite, right? I didn't catch on to it till like a little bit almost towards the end of the conversation and once I caught on, I'm like, oh, damn, this dude's a swinger, man. Like, so Was he trying to invite you, winky face? Uh, she's great I love it when people say emojis yeah she's the best was he trying to invite you winky face oh no I'm not interested in that kind of stuff just you know just keep it straight business strictly business yeah Yeah, you hear some pretty trippy stories though in the working in the barbershop that's for sure any other crazy stories uh, crazy story. Another crazy story that I got is uh, barbers. Like I said, I won't say no names, but uh, usually uh, barbers, uh, the moms uh, make a connection with the barber. Obviously, they have to get their number to make an appointment and stuff uh. like that. And sometimes it may happen once or twice. You know, some of the barbers ha- hook up with some of the some of the moms that come in to bring their kids wow. for haircuts. You know, what? like on the job, outside of work, yeah. But you know, they make those crazy connections like that. They bring their kids from time to time, and every week, every other week, they start taking a liking to the barber, and that is, things happen. <laughs> wow, it's that like is salacious. People fall in love with their therapists. People fall in love with their barbers, too. That's... It's like someone you see regularly, and then you're, it's like they can do no wrong. You have this, like, inflated image of them. Yeah, also you have a great excuse of why is this guy's number on your phone? Oh, it's a kid's barber. What? Mm-hmm, What's wrong yeah. with that? Just, you know, fostering the relationship. Vanessa, you like doing this still? Uh, I don't mind it. Yeah, I didn't mind it. I had I went to three barber shops. Some people were shy. And I feel like I didn't get salacious stories. I feel like I got intense stories. Yeah. Can you answer my question in emoji, please? Um, smiley face emoji. Grinding my teeth. Do you know which one I'm talking about? The song you're waiting for is coming up in moments here at K-Rock. Uh, we are about a week and a day away from Brownout Wednesday. Brownout Wednesday is one of my favorite traditions this time of the year. you got Brownout Wednesday followed by Thanksgiving Thursday followed by Black Friday. Brownout Wednesday is when you just get really drunk? Yeah, because no one really has work. You, I mean, most people have the day off on Thursday, and a lot of people go back to their hometown. They get together with their friends from high school, or maybe you get together with like you know relatives you don't see very often. And people tend to drink heavily, and, uh, you know, it's one of the nice traditions this time of year. And then you're nursing a hangover for most of Thursday, and then usually by the time Thanksgiving dinner happens, that's when your appetite has returned. Great feast. And uh, I think that one of the things about Thanksgiving that people love is the tradition part of it. It's traditional, and some people go, look, we've gone away from tradition. Some people argue, Jake is an arguer, that Thanksgiving food is the best food. He would eat it year-round if that was socially acceptable. Other people think it's such a specific sort of meal that you kind of get once a year, and then plus, you know, weeks worth of leftovers, that you look forward to it because it kind of is that tradition, but you're realistically in July not going to be like, give me a turkey sandwich, cover it with gravy, put some cranberry sauce on it. 
Yeah, but I, but I wonder why that's the case. I wonder why we shun it at other parts of the year. But I turkey do... sucks. Turkey's dry. You have to drown it in gravy to make well, it um, some, at some least Yeah, so let's drown it in gravy. Yeah. What's gr- the problem? Gravy is the unsung hero, saves everything. Everyone knows that. It's like that focus on the gravy. If you get great gravy, everything else can be mediocre because you can just save yeah. it with gravy. This yeah, year, I am, I'm thinking about doing something I've never done before. I'm nervous because I think that it would be the end of a tradition, but my family's all on the East Coast. Sometimes we go back. Sometimes we stay here. They come out here, and then some years we just, everyone's like, nah, too lazy. Not going to fly. So so on, so on those years, you're just with your own family. Family, sometimes you get together with some friends also, but... And you th- usually do the cooking, right? Sometimes I do. And then, but this year, and it feels like, I don't know if I'm getting more of this than normal, but it feels like I'm getting a lot of emails from restaurants that are like, come and have Thanksgiving. I, I got at- one just this morning. Dude, it, it's what? Yeah. And I usually, for years, would go like, oh, how sad is that delete? How sad is that delete? This year... I'm like reading these and I'm kind of like, maybe this is the year where I do a brand new tradition or restaurant Thanksgiving. You know, what's interesting is I did do it one year. Um, It was when my mom had just moved up to San Francisco. She was like living the new single life again (laughs) after husband number two. And she was like, (laughs) I want to take my girls to a nice restaurant on Thanksgiving instead of doing a Thanksgiving with, you know, the extended family. And it's a really weird feeling because we went, we had an amazing meal. And the whole time I'm going, this is great, and also I feel sad. Yeah. Because you feel a little bit sad always throughout the entire process being there. And you also feel worried and sad for everybody else who's there. Who's working. Who's both working and also in attendance. Right. Don't you? And you're wondering why they're there. Yes. As well. Like, well, like, what did they do to get shunned by their family that they're sitting at a restaurant? Yeah, right like, this was my choice, but I wonder if this was not their choice. But then I think about all of, like, the pros of it, and I go, like, wow, it's weird. You don't, you don't um, have to do any of that cleaning stuff afterwards, which seems like an unnecessary amount of cleaning that goes on. You don't have to do, like, there's certain things that are kind of great. You can order probably more than just the traditional stuff. You got that. But then also, if you're like, you know, I'm in the mood for steak tonight. You get a steak. Or like all of a sudden, you're like, And the Boom. meal's probably going to be better than Pro- you would right. get at home. A lot of amateur chefs. Most of the cooking, mm-hmm. and I get it. Everyone thinks their mom's whatever's the best or their aunt's casserole's great. But the reality is a restaurant is almost always going to be better. Yeah, it is interesting, though, which, and I wonder which restaurant you'll pick, because we went to just, like, a standard steakhouse where they had steak, but they also had, like, Thanksgiving-themed dishes. Right. If you go to, like, just an Italian place or just an Indian place, like, then that's going to be venturing into a different path altogether, even though you might still be expecting that. Like, are you still going to be expecting the Thanksgiving-ish type food, or are you going to just completely go off? Thanksgiving non- it's yeah. weird because I would think that your your body almost like it feels like your brain, your body, your tongue all work together. You see it's going around. You watch that parade, that football on during the day. You kind of, in a way, set yourself up for wanting those flavors. Yeah, like and then I think if you flavors. eat something else, even if you stuff your face with pizza and all the things that you really, really like, you're still going to leave wanting more because you want it. You expected the turkey. Yeah, I think the key is the gravy, because I think the gravy, no matter where you go... Again, re-enter gravy. Just bring the gravy, (laughs) and you can turn any style of food into a Thanksgiving feast. Then the craving is gone. With the gravy. Are you going to do one of those price fix things? I I haven't even... I have... Honestly, I'm crazy... It's crazy that I'm even thinking this out loud, and I was waiting for someone to convince me, like, why? Oh, yeah, like, we, we gave up on doing the old, like, you know, everyone gather around the table Thanksgiving, we now go to a restaurant, and it's changed our lives so much better... I still feel like what you're saying is you have that weird exchange where the waiter comes to you and says, Happy Thanksgiving. You look at the waiter. 
you both kind of are questioning each other's life choices. And you have to decide whether or not you want to ask. Yeah, like, hey. Hey, working on Thanksgiving, huh? Right. And they're like, yeah, my family's dead. Yeah. And, then, uh, right. and you're and like, would, uh, You know, oh. there was one year where I worked on Thanksgiving uh, at Denny's. And, you know, uh, we would get all the sad people. And we had like this... Uh, <laughs> I think it was like a ten ninety nine turkey dinner, and uh, yeah, people would ask, "Oh, you have to wear." I'm like, "Yeah, uh, it's fine." You know, it's, <laughs> don't ask. Don't yeah, like, ask. It's never a, a satisfying response, right? Like, yeah. like they're either like, "No, I don't have family," and no, or like, "Yeah, my family is at home having yeah, exactly. a great Thanksgiving I'm here dinner at and a crappy here. ass job. Yeah. But I have to work, and you know, because like, I got to pay bills." Oh, okay. Well, I'll have an iced tea. Like, what are you going to say after that? So, Omar, you've never done, other than working, you've never done the family at a restaurant for Thanksgiving. I did once. My mom uh, is notorious for hating Thanksgiving. She just hates turkey. She hates everything about it. Doesn't she Uh, hate her kids, too? She hates me, for sure, and I hate her more, I think. Um, I should do a hate-giving. Yeah, but but there was one time where... uh, What do you give hates for this year? I give hates for you, Omar. I hate your areolas. I hate... Uh, Yeah. (laughs) They give me nightmares. Uh, we, we, We announced to a Chinese uh, restaurant. Uh, I forget. It was some fancy schmancy one in Glendale. And it was nice. It was fine. It was fine. Just because of the food, not the company. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes, you made that clear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, so, you should do it, Klein. Um, I'm being Give convinced. us a review. A lot of text line is convincing me that this is uh, the move right here. You want to do this? 323 said we go to Disneyland every year for Thanksgiving. Oh, nice. Whoa. Compromise is just bring in from the place. It's got good food. They do the cooking, cleaning, is throwing in the trash. Food's going to be better quality anyway. You still get to sit at home in your sweatpants, which you know is like my favorite thing to do. Uh, this is a text from the Cheesecake Factory. It says, come on in. We're open. All right. That's, <laughs> 909 one goes to Hometown Buffet every year. That's sad. Alex. That's <laughs> sad. 909. I'm sorry. This is k That'll be a sing-along at the Forum on December 9th, I'm sure. It's part of K-Rock's 32nd Annual Almost Acoustic Christmas. You're freaking out because you don't have your tickets yet? Fear not. Songs like that throughout the day. The one thing standing between you and getting access to the sold-out show. Let's go ahead and figure out who's caller 20 right now. A lot of people from all over Southern California. Studio City, Whittier, Rancho, Long Beach, represent Vanessa, Agora Alley. Agora represent. Wow, Wow, no way. Uh, but Caller 20 puts us on Raymond. Hello, Raymond. Yes, hello. I've got good news for you, hey. bud. What's up, man? You are Caller 20. Oh, heck yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. I'm so excited, it's man. Christmas tradition unlike any other. You'll be at the Forum on December 9th. All the bands, the Chili Peppers, the Offspring, you just heard a moment ago. And you're as good as in. Hold on, all right? All right, thanks a lot, man. I'm I appreciate sorry. it. Does you're this other welcome. location on the phone say Manrobia? Yes, it does, it does say Manrobia. It's the male, ro- male version of Monrovia. I, yeah. just, I just said to Manrobia. Yeah, Manrobia. Sure. Man trying- We're all men dressed in robes. They're trying to get the name Butcher to mess up, but I'm not going to fall for that one. Hey, the next song you're listening for is going to happen on K-Rock around noon with Nicole. It's uh, Garbage, the band. The song is Only Happy When It Rains. Be ready to call. When you hear that at noon, K-Rock, or sometime just after, and get yourself tickets to the show. Uh, You know, employees oftentimes win the ultimate honor that is the Employee of the Month Award around here. They do it once a month. 
Omar is the only guy on this show that's ever been Employee of the Month, and it's yep. because we rigged the entire voting process, so he won. That's right. Got himself a $50 gift card and some other no, crap. No, dude, it was like 300 bucks at that time. Yeah. Oh, now man. they're cheapskakes, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now before. they're just like, like mama mentality. One. Thumbs up. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you So anyway, yeah. uh, that's a big honor for you, and uh, we like to search around the country and figure out employees that have done things that have made the news that could make them our next Klein Alley Show Employee of the Month. Employee of the Month. You are the best. Put everybody to the test, but you beat the rest. Employee of the Month. How do you do it? How do you become the employee of the month? We're cruising through November at a rapid pace right now, so we have to only figure out one employee, and uh, you know we're getting close to figuring out who the employee of the year is, Allie, just based on all of these different employees of the month oh, we picked. Right. Here is yeah, your nominee for uh, another nominee for the month of November. Take a listen. A suspect is in custody following a stabbing at a restaurant in Conshohocken. Police responded to Bar Luca. On Hector Street at about 4 o'clock this afternoon, official Telaction News, a fight broke out between the restaurant chef and another employee. The altercation escalated, and that's when the chef allegedly stabbed the victim. <laughs> so the chef... The chef. Yeah, you know Dude, how it works. you got to have Thanksgiving dinner there. That sounds yeah. like a fun place, man. You right? dinner in a show. It's like a murder yeah. mystery theater. The victim was taken man. to the hospital. No word tonight on the victim's condition. The chef has since been arrested. I bet that so. chef makes amazing food. Yeah, I, I bet he does, too. Cause this like guy, Gordon Ramsay style. Like, yeah! This guy was probably caught like adding salt to something that the chef swears by, and the chef's like, no salt! Yep. Yeah. Knifey, knifey. So congratulations. <laughs> you could be our next employee of the month. What an honor, I'm sure. Lovely the band on K-Rock. K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. We're going to get out of here. Nicole Alvarez will be in 40 minutes nonstop K-Rock. And uh, once again, noon is the next time you'll hear a song that will get you into the Acoustic Christmas Show. Uh, listen for Garbage Around Noon. And that is what will get you in. Remember the number is 800-520-1067. Get you through with Nicole. And we'll see you at the show on December 9th. All right, um, what do we got? Oh, yeah, if you want to nominate relatives, we'll do it all week. Weirdest relative in America. we got a great new crop of nominees today standouts all over the place man yeah they really outweirded themselves i think it was much better than last year hands down and we're just getting started so get ready because uh it's going to be this year the competition is going to be fiercer than ever before if you really think you have the weirdest relative in america hit us up on the dms klein alley show you can leave your messages on the goat line 844-956-GOAT or whatever, send us a message and we'll make sure to uh, get you on the air to make your nominee official. And that'll be tomorrow. All right, takeaways. What do we got in the text line? 562, my takeaway is the recipe for a sad song is cold play and a dead dog. It's all you need and you will win saddest song in America. 626, my takeaway is if you need to dispose of a body, Home Depot is how doers get more done. That's true. Uh, 818, my takeaway is Allie will give everyone a mo. And 562, my takeaway is pour it, pump it, spill it, and work it. <laughs> Fill it, spray it, pour it or pump it, pump it, pump it, fill it, spray it, pour it or pump it. I feel like, I, does anyone else picture the TSA members all doing crazy backup dancing right now? Some of Omar's finest work, turning that little uh, TSA, PSA into hit music. And, With the wands. I uh, uh, wish we could, uh, let me give you this. This was actually my favorite one Omar did. Fill it, spray it, pour it or pump it, pump it, pump it. I would love to contact this news lady. We should track her down. We should. Uh, just like make those songs go viral all of a sudden. She's getting alerts. All right, your takeaway from today's show, uh, Jake Denner, what do you got? 
Yeah, I'm going to teach Kibby how to sit in Wiccan. Yeah, you oh, guys, yeah. You know, speak to your dog. That's one of the nominees for a Weirdest Relative. They speak to their dog in Wiccan in front of the other relatives. Omar, got a takeaway? Uh, my takeaway is this. I love you, bye. Uh-huh. Thank you. <laughs> that was from the podcast last week. It's my wife and I. Oh, that's right. She made a special appearance yeah. on the bonus she podcast I love last you. week. Uh-huh. Let me hear that. I love you, bye. Uh-huh. <laughs> she loves me. She couldn't even barely okay. get out an okay. That's yeah. how much she did not care about talking to you. That's the secret to a successful marriage, guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's like dying. Did you uh, alter that, Omar? Is that how it's No. Well, here. I'll One play more? it again. I'll play it again. Here we go. I love you, bye. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think she loves me. I don't think so. That was a sad way to learn on the bonus podcast. She seemed disappointed that you told her. Yeah, she was. Every time. Uh, Allie, what is your takeaway? My takeaway is don't wear shoes in the house. It's really bad for your arches. Yeah, we learned that on today's show as well. All right, have a great rest of your day. We'll do it tomorrow. Try to do it better. Uh, Nicole Alvarez in here. 40 Minutes Nonstop K-Rock starts next. They, 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 they feel that... Uh, um, uh, that you know they that they feel that uh, that. Um... Congratulations! Pat yourself on the back. You've made it through another episode of Klein Alley Show. Now the real show can begin. Which one is that? My one woman show about my life. Oh Jesus Christ! Let's get out of here. And thanks for downloading. Remember, we do a live show every morning on K Rock. If you happen to be in your car, you can find us on one hundred six point seven FM. Thanks for listening. Go tell some people and spread the word. Help us hashtag grow the show. It started on a winter morning. That's it for us. Bye. That's a problem. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.